Yes. Hey, Hi, Eric. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eric. How you doing, man? Good, man. Good? Good. Good, good. Yeah. Maybe you want to scoot up just a little yeah, bit. You yeah. are sitting relaxed way too far back I, in that chair. You know, you know? That's, 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 that's just the way I normally sit. Yeah, you're just man-spreading I, like three feet from the table. I am. You know? I am. Yeah. Is that, is that mine? No, right? this is yours right here. Yeah, all righty. Yeah, right. there we go. Okay. There we go. So it is... Um, Episode 20 of Robot and the Bear podcast. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and maybe... Um, we should start with our top five. <laughs> we should start what do you with, think? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I'll let you start. Why me? Because um, <laughs> I'm, uh, because mine is a little bit elaborate. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, so that means mine isn't elaborate. Well, I mean, like I know kidding. mine is elaborate. I've got like storytelling. Oh, you know, awesome. Today. Okay, let's hear the story. So, mm-hmm. uh, number one, uh, I'm going to mention my number one is going to be the uh, anticipation of San Diego Comic-Con. Woo! Uh, which will next Tuesday I'll be in San Diego starting to set up. So uh-huh. we're going to figure out a podcast schedule for you. But uh, I do have our giant robot booth mm. uh, at the normal booth 1729. Same place as always. Nice. But on the back side, it's the Katsuya Terada booth. Whoa. Yeah. So we're hosting uh, Katsuya Terada's Wait, uh, don't, Comic-Con don't, booth. Don't you usually have someone else in the behind you? Um, that was uh, Ken Taya from Enfu, and he retired. Oh, really? Or retired from Comic-Cons and doing his own artwork under his name. He works at a video game company and is pouring his heart and soul into that. Oh, nice. And decided that... Uh, so last year, evidently, um, I noticed he was having this rad sell-off. Like, things were really cheap. He, was ma- he made Lucky Bags. Oh. And he stuffed them in somewhere like $300 worth of stuff, all for like... I forgot, it's like 20 bucks or something. Some small amount. Oh. And I didn't realize the whole time he was liquidating. He was getting rid of everything. And I didn't know. Oh. I was just like, oh, he's just having a sale and making money. Right. And in the end, no, he was trying to get rid of everything. And he did. And then I found out like a month later, he said, hey, dude, I'm not coming back. Like, this is it for me. So, so did you you own that entire like? Or I that own th- that shit. Damn. So, so, um, so uh, the, the booth is actually mine. So I can do what I want. And we decided uh, let's on the back side of it. Let's put Katsuya Tarada's booth. Let's make a booth. So he'll be here and he's going to be signing books and Maybe we'll be selling drawings. We will have shirts, prints, and uh, stuff, man, new stuff. Nice. Yes, yeah, nice. so I've been working on that slowly behind the scenes just a little. I mean, not too much, but just a little yeah. uh, to get it done. And uh, so here it is. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. And it's like, you know, GR is going to be two-thirds, and he'll have the back one-third. It's kind of like that. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Wait, so you're we'll, you're expanding the your 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 section will feel a little bit more expanded. Just a year. little, just a few feet bigger, and then yeah, just a few feet deeper. It's so. always been kind of crazy, like being yeah, in the back okay. there. It's, okay. it's kind of fun though. Oh, we yeah. like it like that. Okay, that's how we go. You know. Cool. Yeah, it's like same as same as Giant Robot Two. Gallery's all big. Back back room is a little bit crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The bathroom's a little bit punk rock. All oh, that it's stuff, it's, so. it's like a fucking bar. Yeah, man. It's like a punk rock go. bar, man. Sixteen years. What are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, okay, number two, we have the Super Annie Show. Um, I'm not even sure what Annie means. A N I Super Annie, but it's the management and um, kind of brand for Kim Jong Gi in the United States. But oh. it's not just Kim Jong Gi. It's Kim Jong-gi and other artists, um, some who are really big, actually. And uh, they're going to be doing a group show here. And that begins on Sunday from 3 to 7. And there's going to be some live. Wait, it's not starting on Saturday? Not on Saturday, because Saturday, that's the next thing. Saturday, Saturday.
So because that guy loves to draw, he will just be jealous watching other people draw without a doubt. Yeah. And if other people are drawing, he's going to find a place and just sit down and draw by himself outside, <laughs> you know, right. Or he'll watch but then who's going to want to draw? No. Yeah. So anyway, so, uh, because that's on Sunday, I actually fit in a game night on Saturday, uh, and game night, we haven't done that in a while. And it's a game called everyone has a butt game or something like that. And I noticed there's a lot of rainbows and stuff, so it seems like a queer-centric or queer-friendly game. Okay. And uh, But it has something to do with butts, so I don't know what it is, and it's interesting. I think it's called something like Everyone Has a Butt Game or something like that. Well, we, it's, so. it's the basic truth. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if butt game is a word there, like meant to be, or is it just everyone has a butt? That is a video game, you know, thing. Hmm. Or is it everyone has a butt game? Like, do you have a butt game, Luke? No, I have a complete lack of ass. I'm like my my butt is completely lacking. It's 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 kind of s- so, sad, you know, thing. Yeah, I, I mean, we can exercise this and make it more muscular and shapely, but I don't want to. I'm good. <laughs> you know, that can be done, evidently. Yes, there yes. are classes like like you know like there's workouts for uh, whatever workouts, right? Yep. Tone there, that ass. There are butt workouts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that can be done if you want to change that, but I'm good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I could work on it a little well, bit. We'll, we'll see. I'll sign you up. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, say, so yeah, game night Saturday, art show Sunday. Please come three to seven on Sunday. So it's like an earlier. You can still go to dinner after, yeah. you know, all the world's a stage, man. You can do stuff. Yeah. You yeah. know, and we're not competing against another you art could show. Go on, you could get in line for fucking Sujita and then, like, come here, check out the show. Yeah, and I, I don't know how crowded it's going to be because there's people asking, uh, is Kim Jong-gi going to be here? And that's already being asked. So, I don't know. We'll see oh. how it goes. I know Tirada will be here because he's staying at my house. He will be here. Is he not there now? Tirada is in town. Oh. Yep. He's eating pizza somewhere, evidently. I just got a text, like, a few minutes ago, and I was like, oh. Oh. I didn't know he was here. So, nonetheless, good. that's what's going on. Um, so that's one, two, and three. Number four, I was listening to um, <laughs> Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, and uh, I kind of like this in- interesting this journalist named Andy No. Yeah, I was just listening to that before I came here, and uh, I I've been following. So I have a I, I I seem to enjoy. I think I enjoy watching people get hit, right? So I watch a lot of like. Um, Reddit fighting videos. I mean, yes. I've always watched it. Like I've watched World Star videos, and I got tired of it. But on Reddit, they have, uh, you know, they have like, they have like fighting. They have fight porn or something. Is it called fight porn? I think it's called fight porn. But uh, I watch that. I watch public. Uh, is it called public something? Public freakouts or something? Yeah, you, you introduced me to that. So one. I watch. Th- I watch all these things, and then one day I saw Andy No getting beat up recently. Right, right, right. he was getting beat up. Yeah, it was just like a lot of ten days ago. Yeah, and I was watching, going, "Oh my god!" And then you know, like I have already seen this guy because they, I've seen other videos where he's in the videos, mm-hmm. and and the Antifa people are always like yelling at him and stuff, saying stuff about him. So I already know who he is a little bit because he's a journalist. But uh, I've been watching Antifa fight Proud Boys. There's a lot of videos of. You know the the two clashing, right? And it's interesting because I think did I, I don't know if I mentioned it on a podcast before, but the fact is, um, I saw one video where they get into a fight, like literally on a fight. And these guys are uh, maybe almost opposite in in opinions, right? You know, like a proud boy is sort of like a rightist, and Antifa is supposed to be a far leftist, yeah. But maybe it's actually opposite in some ways, you know. Like Antifa might be far rightist in a way, <laughs> the way they're handling it. I, I wouldn't even call it far right or far left. I would call it like. I don't know. I, I you know, I was I, I was listening to the Joe Rogan interview. I didn't listen too. to the whole thing, unfortunately. No, but I, I just I just like that dude. I think he's he's kind of a rad journalist because I've seen him in other videos. 
but you know, the, I kind of agree with this idea that like it's, you know, the f if you're willing to take it to a violent end, then you're not far left or far right. You're like bottom of the barrel left and bottom of the barrel right. Sure. Okay. You know. Yeah. So. Um, but, um, and but I am having fun watching. So I've, I've watched a video of Antifa fight Proud Boys. Yeah. And um, the guy from Antifa fucking knocked out the Proud Boy like. Not like hardcore TKO, but just knocked him out enough where that it was over. Fight was done, right? And the guys started giving each other fist bumps and like shaking hands and stuff and saying, "You guys won. Okay, we're out of here." And then it, it escalated worse. But I mean, a bunch of the guys actually were like, they were like, "Okay, today's day. You win. You know, you beat my guy, and we're gonna walk. We're right. leaving." Oh wow! And I was like, that was weird because like they had this mutual admiration in a weird way, like respect enough where. Yeah. One fight was to solve the day's problems. Right. It didn't quite work out that way, but that was weird when I saw it. I was like, hey, that's weird. Wow. Like, they, they have this sort of um, an agreement of some sort, a quote, gentleman's agreement, right? Whatever right. that means. But right. uh, they have this agreement, and they were doing that. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah. I didn't well, think, I thought I, it was I just, think that, you but know. you know, that's actually, okay, you know, like, if you're going to fight someone who's going to fight back, then, f you know, by all means, fight. You know, but like if you're going to like if it's going to like, you know, the, the idea of the one sided pound, uh, you know, pounding is just something that I'm if, and which is connected to the Andy No thing. You know, I, I, I just find that like very disagreeable, mm -hmm. you know, just oh, like he just got it seems like he just got beat up pretty bad for. Yeah. And, and also, the, I guess they're throwing milkshakes. But then I also read that they're throwing milkshakes. It's kind of like cute. It's like, oh, he threw a milkshake at him. But then I was reading that some of them have cement in it. Like Whoa. quick dry cement in the milkshake, so it's not just a milkshake. It's actually more like, than a milkshake. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, if you're gonna throw something at someone, you gotta like have a little. I, I don't think he mentioned you know. that when I was listening to that podcast, but no, I didn't um, hear that. I did. Either. I was reading that some of the milkshakes are not milkshakes. There's actually quick dry cement mixed in there too. Yeah, makes sense. So it's kind of like it's throwing a, a rock. It's, it's a weapon. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's just weird. Yeah. So that's number four. Mm. Uh, listen to the Joe Rogan podcast and Andy No. Even though I didn't listen to the whole thing, I was fascinated by it. And I don't, I don't always listen to his podcast, but this one I was kind of interested in. Mm. You know, I don't know. Like, I, there's a guy who's like a what a strongman competition guy. Like on yeah, yesterday, yeah. I mm -hmm. I couldn't get into that one. I I, I listened to it for I, I listened to some of the inner the bits that they yeah. they pulled out, like why but you shouldn't I, yeah. do deadlifts. <laughs> I, see, I saw that and I was like, you know, I'm not listening to that. But uh, I, I saw that. So, I yeah. didn't even know what a deadlift is. I don't even. Is it just a lift shit or something? I don't. I know. don't know. Anyway, so there's that. Uh, and then number five, um, I wanted to talk about the article that came out in the Columbia Journalism Review. I saw uh, that. It was called "How uh, Magazines Made Asian America." Uh, I mean, that title is gnarly. Right? Congratulations on being, you know, included in the yeah, article. How magazines made Asian America. Like, uh, so the title alone bothers me. Yeah. Because Asian America was not made by magazines. No. It, it never was. Mm -hmm. it, it should never be. And no, nothing like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a poorly worded fucking article. Yeah, and that, title, obviously. That bothers me a little bit when I heard that. And then, um, you know, like the background of it. God, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna get negative. I don't. I'm trying to be. Just positive. do it, man. Just fucking do it. What 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 is this podcast for, man? This, it's, it's it's for it's for gentleman gentlemanly discourse, my friend. <laughs> yes. And then I have already like took that idea and shat on it okay, many times so, over. Okay. For those, some, <laughs> it's funny. Some of some of the people that come here don't know that before Giant Robot Gallery and art, there was a magazine called Giant Robot that what? featured Asian American shit. 
Asian shit and art, right? That's really what it ended up being. It hasn't been that long, man. It's, nine, <laughs> it's like 10 years, dude, or nine years. Nine years. Nine years. That's a long time. You know. a, Actually, it hasn't even been nine years because I haven't been. I, eight years? It's been eight years. Eight years, long time. That's already for a generation of kids that went to art school from high school to now they're out in the field. Yeah, but you know what? They'll, they, they've never seen it. They're like, there's a magazine? And these are people like, let's say every kid at Art Center right now, they don't know what Giant Robot magazine is. They don't know. Well, no if you're eight, if you're a fucking eighteen year old, what if you're yeah. twenty two? You know, minus eight, you're fourteen. You've okay, you're right. You're, you're, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, it's, it's the same. Well, okay, children. Okay, okay, yeah, children. So okay, children, they didn't yeah. see it. And then did did eighteen year olds buy magazines in two thousand ten? Maybe not. Eighteen year olds, no. You know, depends. Like I, if I, they I, went to Tower Records or fucking, you know, it was near the. Oh, it was already closed then, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it might have been gone. No, I, I, I well, didn't. Tower Records close. A lot of them. Dust, yeah, they bit the dust, man. I think Tower bit the dust before we bit the dust. Oh, I think so. Anyway, so nonetheless, um, yeah, there, an article came out, and Columbia Journalism Review, from what I understand, is kind of an important magazine. Like that's for real, you know. Mm-hmm. That's not like uh, getting into some kind of like temporary thing. This is like a actual. That's academia. Kind of academia, yeah. And there was an article that encompasses Asian American magazines, like technically the history of it. Like but a. I, but I do know the history of the, um, of, 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 I mean, the person who wrote the article, I, I'm going to assume they're a lot younger. I didn't research them, but they're a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to guess that person's maybe 30. Okay. Um, I, that person, from what I understand, didn't see Giant Robot until they ordered it for the purpose of writing this article. Oh. So they didn't know what it was. Uh, from what I understand, because they they got like from hearsay, they they well, caught I, wind of it. And yeah, then... the, the, via working on this article, they caught wind of it, uh. and then went, oh, you know, like I got to research this because everyone said, hey, look at Giant Robot, right? And uh, so we were actually the last. I was, and then Martin, the co-editor, ex-co-editor, whatnot. Mm-hmm. We were the last, evidently, last two people she spoke to about magazine about the magazine. Mm. So I'm like, and I remember the first question I asked her when we had an interview, which went like 45 minutes. Uh-huh. The first thing I asked was, "Why are you calling us last? Like, why are we last? Like, why why am I last? Right? Like, shouldn't we be first? Like, we're the place <laughs> you start. You know, <laughs> you don't you don't end here. I mean, you can end here, but I mean." Really, you should have known about us first. And right. You shouldn't be finding out about us last, and like you know. Right. And Anyways, that and was. What, and what they say? She just didn't know. She said she was told by a lot of um, journalists that she spoke with, uh, who worked for other magazines, that they should talk to Giant Robot. So it was cool that they, we were told. Like, but she that article to me still seemed very uh, East Coast centric. Right. Well, I mean, like you know? I, I I thumbed through it because I saw you post about it. Yeah. And like they were featured. They, they, it seemed like they were talking uh, about like magazines. Like there was a magazine called A. Oh, A was the our East. That that was one of the reasons why Giant Robot started was the A magazine came out and I didn't like it as a response to A. Uh, I don't want to say just response to A because there was other magazines that I also there hated. was like other one. I think uh, Trans Pacific. I hated that and Yolk magazine. Yolk, I hated that. Um, there was like a bana- was there a banana? So magazine? bananas newer and that comes out once a year and it's by two Asian American women in New York. Okay, and it comes out once a year and I think they've had three F. Issues so far, oh. but they're kind of you know it's once a year. It's a beautiful magazine, but it's not very often. Oh. Yeah, so it's not like they're going for it, making six issues a year. It's one a year, so mm. you know, but it is nice. I I, yeah. I I actually met with them in New York. They don't really know Giant Robot at all. <laughs> so again, so it's interesting. But then uh, I felt like the article is very East Coast centric. Sure, uh, and it, it gave a lot of ink to Banana Magazine. You know, like yeah, it's cool. I'm glad because they're like around and doing it. Yeah. 
but dude, we've did 68 issues for, you know, 16 years. And yeah. I felt like our, uh, we were, yeah, it was we, we were written about in a very short manner in a longer, in a decently, well, it's not long, but I felt like the other magazines that we outlasted and uh, in, in my opinion, we beat, yeah. um, got, got a lot more ink. For yeah, the most part. yeah, yeah. I, 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 I only read this. I only focused on the sections that you were featured in. Oh, okay. You know, so. But it was. It, I mean, I mean, it was, the, it was interesting end, because, yeah. he, she, like, she kind of hit the nail on the head about what Giant Robot was. Mm. Like, you know, whereas so many other magazines were kind of focused on um, identifying and illustrating this idea of Asian American culture. Yeah, but it's successful know, Asian American yeah, culture. Sure, it's successful. Yeah. Like right. being successful was you, like the key, you know. And your magazine kind of had like a devil loser. had a devil may care <laughs> attitude about like yeah. you know, about yeah. like, you know, fuck I'm you know, I'm Asian, I could fucking listen to fucking K pop and I could listen to punk rock. You know, it doesn't yeah. fucking, you know, matter. Yep. You know, I, I could do fucking articles on fucking being Asian in fucking county jails to fucking yep, being a that. fucking Kogal fucking prostitute. But the whole thing was uh, possibly, too, that they um, the other magazines, man. Yeah, they focused on things that I, you you said it once on this podcast or maybe you said it in real life. I'm not sure. Both are the same, I guess. But you basically said something about celebrating mediocrity and that sucks. So, I mean, ultimately, man, we. We didn't want to celebrate mediocrity, and I thought, like, these other magazines were celebrating mediocrity. You know what I'm saying? Really? Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just say, um, being back to, like, 20 years ago, and you see an Asian-American person on a TV show on, as a side, 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 side character. Sure. I mean, they're like the doctor in the background, right? Right. That person would get a cover story. You know, like, they're important. And I'm like... Like the, act- like the actor who did Long Duck Dong and fucking... Well, uh, that one didn't get a cover story there, but we made fun of that. But, I mean, that's one of those things where... And that's a big, that was a big story, too, in, in a way. But just imagine somebody even smaller, like on some sh- hospital show that you didn't... You know, that hardly anyone watched. Uh-huh. And you're the Asian guy, and then you get, like, a huge interview in these magazines saying how great you are. But ultimately, you're, you're like... You don't even get a speaking role, really, you know, right, right. things like that. And yeah. they would celebrate that. I'm like, dude, no, like we don't celebrate <laughs> that shit. You know, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, that's not good enough. Like, right. We are not. I'm not. I'm not content with that. I'm not going to celebrate that. No. And that's the, what other magazines did, because that's like the success, you know. And well, for yeah. me, I was like, that's a failure. Like, like that person well, isn't a successful thing for me. F- I wouldn't call it a failure. I would just call it like it's just it's not. It's not worthy of a fucking cover of a magazine stuff, but right. at least it, you know, to, I guess, you know, if you look at it from the perspective of, of the 90s or the even the 80s, like it's like it's kind of an achievement, you know, for the the climate. I, I don't I don't collect crumbs, bro. <laughs> you know, the crumbs were not for me. You know, I want a piece of cake, man. I, right. I don't want the crumbs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I want the whole pie. Right. I'll take it all. So. Um, we looked at it that way, just, you know, and some people were also doing amazing things that weren't celebrated at all. And I'm like, how come you're not celebrating, like, the bad guy, Al Leong, from, like, Die Hard? You know, that Asian guy with a Fu Manchu mustache and the long hair that's kind of, like, always a bad guy? Mm. He's been a bad guy in, like, 100 movies. Oh, wow. And uh, But, yeah, Die Hard was one of them. He dies in that one. He, he's in a ton of movies. Wow. You don't know who Al Leong is? He's, yeah. like, one of the most famous bad guys, period. Wow. In yeah. everything. And so... Like the first Die Hard movie? Yeah, he was in that. He's always he always has a gun. He always ends up getting fucked up. Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, that guy. That guy, that guy is a superhero. Like he's amazing. Yeah. So actually, I had to track him down, and it, and I actually got to interview him in person and did a long interview with him. And I'm like, dude, 
you're a you're a hero to me. Like <laughs> you you know you've got your thing you do you've done it amazing. You're the greatest bad guy on the planet, right? Right. <laughs> and uh, no, we had a fun interview. But that's an example. It's like I'm gonna push that guy up because he's you know he's like he's not looking for fame. He's looking to be the bad guy. You know right. always. So um, or is that's he? an example. Was he? He's always a bad guy. No, but was was that his goal? I think so. He was good with it. He was totally good with it. And I asked him, did you ever play in B-movies? And he goes, what's a B-movie? And I'm like, well, most of the shit you're in. But, <laughs> but, like, but, you know, but then he was like, you mean like we go to the, you know, we're, we're like doing some kind of like, you know, we're, we're like the story is like, yeah, we're, we're doing something like in an office. All of a sudden the girl takes off her top and then stuff happens. And I'm like, yeah, not porno, but I mean, he, I was like, yeah, like that. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that stuff. <laughs> like, he didn't hesitate, you know? Like, right. he goes, Somehow the girl's shirt comes off. You mean those movies? He's, like, he's, yeah. a, he's a working actor. Yeah, but, you know, and he understands that being the bad guy is, is cool. Like, he was good with that. He doesn't want to be the handsome lead actor. He wants to be the bad guy. Okay. He kept that long hair and that Fu Manchu mustache on purpose, you know? Oh, he so he looked like that. Oh, yeah, man. He, that's every day. That's him. You know? He's good. him. Yeah. Is he, is he in L.A.? Yeah. I hope he's doing okay. I remember he got kind of ill, like he had an illness, but I hope he's okay. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. So and there's too. the other dude, uh, the other, is it Gerald Okamura, the other bad guy, always plays a bad guy. <laughs> and uh, I think Jerome Liu made a toy with him or something of him, <laughs> as did Mark Nagata. I think they're like releasing some kind of toy of him. Oh, that's awesome. But these guys, you know, it's like, these are the heroes in my opinion. Like they, these guys persevered through every era of like... Yeah, cinema. They're, they're Asian American faces, um, but but they don't get celebrated, right? But I, well, I was like, dude, we're the underdogs. Giant mm. Robots, the underdog magazine. We'll celebrate those guys. Mm. Same with the artists that were underground or you know, up and coming and all that stuff. Right. It's kind of what we were into. So yeah. I, I don't know. Anyways, the article came out. Back to that, and uh, I don't know. I I I'm, I have mixed feelings about it, but I'm glad we we're included. I kind of wish it was longer. Like I I read the whole thing and I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, I really was thinking I wanted more out of that. Yeah. Well, so I mean, that means maybe somebody, if they care, will do it, because there's a lot to be said there, and I think I very, the, very little was said there. I thought the article was kind of hard to read because I just didn't know most of the references that they were ma- making. Mm, like, I yeah. never read a magazine. I never looked at, you yeah. know, any of these other, like, oh. you know, Asian-American magazines, probably because I, I just didn't identify with anything that they had in the cover. Yeah, for me to be um, good at making a magazine, my opinion was to go back and study all of those magazines. Right. So, actually, I went and took time and went to UCLA. Like, they have an Asian-American library. Mm. And I spent the day just looking through all of the other magazines before Giant Robot that were Asian-American-centric. Right. Uh, and I was, like, tripping out on that stuff. So, I went all the way back to the 60s and was looking at magazines, 60s, 60s 70s, yeah. 60s, wow. 70s. And yeah, you know, I saw. I kind of know. I know a lot about Asian American magazines, but then ultimately for Giant Robot magazine, I mean, I was I was more into like National Geographic and like skateboard magazines, and the, like our, my influence wasn't from other Asian Americans. That's just what not to do. Right. Our whole thing was just be as good as National Geographic. I mean, that's you know, <laughs> like I want to be an urban Asian American National Geographic. That that's it's cool. Too well, bad you just didn't have crazy maps fucking inside this <laughs> fucking like you know and those issues. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? That was the influence was more something more rad than, you know, than doing, looking at other Asian American magazines and calling that like the, the grail, you know, the grail for me was to be as good as these other magazines out there. Right. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like copy, I don't know, like copy these other, I don't know. It was just to do like 
National Geographic was always my favorite. Mm. Rad photos and rad, 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 and more rad. <laughs> wow. I liked it. Nice. Yeah. Well, congratulations on that. I guess, but I still want more. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a subset of a subset, man. I don't even know who cares to read that really, but... It also, I, I mean, like, it, it also kind of made your magazine sound like, like a... a a small, like, you know, saddle-stapled zine. Yeah. I, it's just the weird part. It's like, like, nobody got, like, everything was done, like, in Dad's garage, and nobody yeah. got made any money, and all this other shit. And they just like, don't, they didn't, it's like, that's what I'm saying. The article kind of, I felt shortchanged us a little bit. Like, oh, yeah. I was reading it going, oh, that's, that's like, you know, not really it. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's th- I I look at that I was like, man, we came out as the victor in that in my opinion. Like we were out lo- around the longest. We outlasted all of the competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the way until the end of publishing, you know, Except like for banana, banana. But they started recently. <laughs> yeah. You know, after the heyday of zines have come back, right? Have Basically you s- they, have they, you seen the magazine? Oh yeah, I've sold it in the store. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's done nicely, man. It's a beautiful magazine. So oh. it's good. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. Oh. But it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, it if I came back and as a part-time job and made a magazine once a year, yeah, I would I would do a different magazine. It would look mm. like that. It would be a prettier magazine that would, I don't know, it's a fifteen dollars or twenty dollars. I mean, mm. our magazine was five bucks. Yeah. You know, so it's a different well, different you know, different time, man. It is a different time. But if they couldn't have started ten years ago or eight years ago, I would have loved to have seen that. Start your magazine in two thousand ten. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can start it now. It's a lot different. Well, you know, I mean, yeah. that's the, the 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 thing about like. Digital publishing, too. D- digital publishing is that, yeah. like, you could do, like, a run of 100. Oh, and I, I think I mentioned maybe on this podcast that uh, uh, when I was researching doing digital publishing again, like making a magazine again, mm-hmm. I, I saw a magazine out there that I was like, ah, oh, this is kind of nice. I contacted their printer, mm-hmm. and then I remember I was like, well, how much is it for me to get 5,000 copies, mm. you know? And the guy was like, going, no, we can't do that. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, how about 2,000? He's like, no, way too many. And I was like, well, how about a thousand? What's how much is a thousand? He was like, we can't do that. That's already too many. And he was saying basically that they print 200 copies. Like, you know, like, so the mag, usually the printers don't tell you how many uh, uh, copies a magazine makes. Right. Sort of a secret. Right. That magazine that I saw that I was like coveting only prints like 200 copies. Uh, 200 pieces, you know? And I was like, whoa. But are they able to keep the price down? Um, maybe, but I mean, that magazine was like $15. So, you know, you're printing 200 copies. Like it's not very many. And uh, I was like, oh, that's not really a magazine at that level, you know? Mm. Yeah. And then the uh, same with the magazine. We researched another one in the Bay area. I was researching that one and I found out that they only print 50, 50 actual pieces. They put all that work into fucking 50. Yeah. And they have an online presence, but they made 50 in print. I was like 50, five, zero. And I was like, "Wow, that's it." So magazines kind of look can can look amazing, but they might be absolutely uh, tiny. Wow. Yeah, that's the difference today. It's it's kind of like mask. You just don't know. Right. But I mean, like at least you can be able to, like, you don't have to take the risk of. Oh yeah, that's like, the great part. Like we're printing tens of thousands, and that's a risk. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's horrible, man. Yeah. You know, uh, well, you know what though? I mean. You know, I don't know. I mean, like it depends on like you know if you if you create like you know mag like a, z- a zine or or publish uh, some kind of whatever magazine with content that is essentially timeless. You know, you can be able to like you know still sell that thing. You know, yeah. like a decade, 
two decades, you know, down the line. Maybe. I hope so. I don't know. You know, yeah. it depends on, yeah, it just depends. Mm. Depends, you know, and, mm. you know, but. Oh. Yeah, anyway, so that article came out. I, I hope someone out there does something more because I just feel like tw- that's not enough. <laughs> 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 like, I just feel like there's more to be said and there's more facets to the story than this. And yeah. if this is it, then I'm kind of disappointed. Like, I wish there was more. Oh, there should, oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. I like mean, someone could make a book. I could see it. Someone could do that. I don't know if anyone cares enough, though. Like, maybe an academic press would do it. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's, I don't know. That's for somebody who's really into it. Mm. I, don't, I just don't know who that is. Maybe there is no one. Right. <laughs> it's um, not me, so. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I mean, like, you know. It's I, a magazine. Like, the thing is, is that, like, the type of people who are writing these kind of articles are getting younger and younger and younger. Yeah. You sure, know. that's what I'm saying. It's you know, so like, yeah. you know, it's, um, I mean, I think it would be great if, you know, I mean, like, because, you know, like, just that entire, like, thing, the, that entire world of, you know, publishing and Asian American lifestyle and stuff like that is, you know, I, I still think it's something that, like, you know, because, you know, Asian Americans in general are kind of like taught to like kind of in that stereotypical keep to yourself kind of um, like attitude, um, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the struggles or, you know, or whatever of, you know, being Asian American is like, you know, it's, it's just not something that is illuminated. Yeah. You know, and it's these magazines that like, you know, have done who try their best to kind of you know shine a light into it you know and yeah you know so you know it, it sh- i think you know it could be an interesting thing to study and yeah. a good th- it be, could be a good thing to you know kind of help like kind of re- recognize like hey you know people have you know have been trying to kind of you know write about all this shit you know and here it is yeah Talk to Eric Nakamura. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I did. I, I as I reposted it on Facebook and stuff, uh, I did get a lot of nice comments. I, I wish I, I wanted to hear more comments about the article, mm. like if the article was good or did it fail or whatever. I got very little. Most everything was gushing about like they're, they're doing giant robot stories. Like oh, when I first found it, and I was like touched by that. But yeah. I kind of wanted to hear about what they. What, what did that article make him think? I mean, ultimately, everyone was just t- doing giant robot stories, uh, uh, which as, is really as a person who read, was really nice. who, who skimmed through the entire goddamn thing. You know, <laughs> <Goddamn>. um, <laughs> I will say, like, it didn't say much to me. Yeah, maybe that's what it and is. It's probably and maybe it's because of the fact that like I'm friends with you, right? And I was a avid reader of the magazine, you know. Um, so like, if it didn't have anything to do with fucking giant robot, then I just didn't give a shit. Yeah. You know, okay. so yeah, maybe there's that, and that's kind yeah. of a maybe that's the best sign of all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like that 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 was because everyone else there was overlap on all these other magazines, and ours kind of didn't overlap too much with those other magazines. Right. We were sort of like on our own. We created our own island. I, I way, think so I think the writer did a great job of pointing out that like these other magazines were like showcasing, you know, like the this. Like stereotypical idea of what an Asian American magazine would be about, right? And yours was a com- was completely on the other end. Yeah, it was. Know? It was like you know, like they, they, they some of them. One was called what uh, the Generation. 
Oh generation, God, generation was, next or something. Uh, generations. Yeah, and then, you yeah. know, like, like if if I were to come up with the op, our, we were the opposite. We were the, like the degenerations, you know, like, <laughs> like the opposite. You know, like we were the degenerates. You know. Yeah. But it's like, and I, but one of the comments I got today on Facebook was a person who said she was, um, what is, she was Middle Eastern or something, Middle right. Eastern American or something. I read, I read that, and I was like, I didn't even know that. And she wrote for Giant Robot about things. She actually did some writing for it, mm. and I was—I never knew. She, I thought she was just white. I had no idea, <laughs> you know. Like, like it didn't like color didn't occur to me. Like it didn't matter. Right, right. I, I don't even know. I read that comment. Yeah, uh, but that's what I'm saying. Night, it's yeah. like it, it appealed to a lot of different people, and maybe well, that's yeah. Cool. I mean, that's another thing about the fucking magazine. I mean, like, yeah, there was an Asian American bend to it, but you know, it wasn't exclusively Asian American. You right. did like, you featured like Latino stuff. You'd feature like Middle Eastern stuff, in, you know? And, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, Cause everything was, we wanted to feature things that were rad, right? Not mediocre. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, yeah. rad stuff. So there was rad shit that was Mexican. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Worth it. Yep. All the time. So, so yeah, yeah. All day. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. That was number five on my top five. Whoop, whoop. Wow, what a conversation it became. Yeah, well, thank you. Here we go. Here we go. Luke Chu, your turn. Luke Chu, top five of the week. Um, I'm, I've got to start it off with the thing that uh, ended up consuming most of my weekend anime expo wow <laughs> i didn't even go oh wow. you you didn't miss much how do you, how do you get a ticket they're getting expensive oh yeah i know well i i had a couple of um different people you know reach out to offer me oh, but good. the um you know but uh the, the people who gave me my pass were on my number two but before i jump to my number two okay i've got to just say like i've been to plenty of cons I've been going to fucking San Diego not nearly as long as you, but, like, for at least, like, fucking 15 years now. And I've gone to New York Comic Con. I've done all the... I've done small... I've gone to small cons. I've gone to big cons, you know, and nothing is nearly as insane as fucking anime fucking expo. Love it. It is... In fucking sane. Like, awesome. I don't know how anything gets done there. It is fucking like this cosplay craziness everywhere you go. And like, it not all of it is like hot and sexy and cool. It, like, there's a lot of saggy ass. There's a lot of fucking oh, like obese. Oh, you know, yeah. There's, well, there's the fat ones. And then there's like, it's just like, whoa, like, this is like, what is going on here? Like, what has happened? How, well, how many um, or hot? I mean, there's a handful of hot oh, okay, ones. Good. Oh, you know, good. I mean, obviously, <laughs> there's, there's always going to be like you know a good chunk of, he- of hot ones, but like it was just Anime like Expo. So, did, was it rad? Like you liked it? Ama- you liked it, or did you not like it? Um, you know, I, 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 okay, I kind of like it because of the fact that I don't work it. Right. You know, I just can walk around like you know. As an observer, mm-hmm. you know, I could just sit back and just check things out. You know, I didn't spend fucking any money. Wow. Okay. At, you know, at, uh, I didn't buy anything. I just kind of like just ended up looking around. What was the most counterculture thing you saw there? The anime. Anime? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like. I mean, was there anything like, you know, like in Japan, if you go, there's the whole doujinshi and there's like poo comics. Right? Okay. Like, like what, what do they have? That so was this, this, this kind of goes into the number two. Okay. Of it, and that is the. 18- why, why do we keep bringing up the poo comic? I, I have to. <laughs> I, 
I got to bring this to. I, I want to bring this to the, the podcast one day. I have. I have, okay. Side story. When I was in Japan for my fir- my first trip to Japan, I went to a Mandarake uh, bookstore, <laughs> toy store. Oh no! And I just looked for what the most obscene fucking Japanese porn comic, aka a doujinshi, yeah. a hentai doujinshi. You know, not all the doujinshi are hentai, but like yeah, it's like know. a indie comic basically. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I found this one crazy comic. You saw the cover. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. Um, I saw the cover, and it is just this absurd fucking like. It's just the cover is nothing but like these beautifully colored fucking images. I mean, like I will say, like the whoever did the coloring did a beautiful job coloring it because like they went in there, did the detail and shading and all this other shit of girls in gym clothes, fucking you know. Taking huge fucking dumps, <laughs> you know. Oh, no. You know, and um, so it that's was. Rad. It was so fucking bad <laughs> that like fucking I like I I I just need to look at the cover and I'm like, all right, that's that's enough, and I, and I, and I put it back on the shelf. Oh, you didn't buy it? <laughs> oh, I bought it. Oh, okay. I mean, you saw it. Like, oh, I yeah, saw oh, it. Yeah. I, 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 so <laughs> I, admittedly, here we go. Admittedly, when I went. To um, Comiket, which is the big convention mm-hmm. of this. I mean, it's gigantic. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to look for the Pooh comic. I found it in the guide. I was like, oh, there's a Pooh comic. <laughs> I'm going there. <laughs> sold out. Like, the seat was empty and it had a sold out sign. I was like, oh, I missed the Pooh comic. Yeah. So that's what I mean. It's popular. Oh, yeah. Pooh is hot. Anyway, okay, so yeah. let's go back to but, Anime okay. Expo. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> um, my friends who... No, uh, my, my my number two is Wood Rocket, and uh, and April O'Neil. The and it, Wood Rocket is a Los An- Las Vegas based uh, adult film producer. Oh, I'm okay. happy. I'm hoping to have um, Wait, the you're, head. You're happy. I'm hoping oh. to have the head of the the company, Mr. Leroy Myers. You uh-huh. know, be on the podcast okay. soon. Sure. Um, he's a great guy. A so big wait, fan. Why are they there? He had a booth, just he, to show porn. He had you know, yeah, to sell his stuff, and he had this. Um, Is there an adult section? Yes, because oh, okay. in the in the back corner, I didn't know of this. the thing they have like this little fenced off area with like nothing but black cloth walls. Oh wow! You know, and it's the eighteen plus area. Oh, okay. You know? um, Do you have to show an ID? Uh, yes. Did you show an ID? Uh, no. Okay. I, I, they gave me an exhibitor's oh, you, badge, okay. and I was able to well, go through. Can I get in there without showing an ID? Or Probably I... not. Wow. Okay. Strict. Yeah. Yeah. They're very strict. Okay. And, um, so there is a. I was okay. Here we go. So what did you see in this area? Um, you know, that's they, what everyone wants to know. Anyway, this, this had a lot of like dojinshi body pillows, yaoi. Yaoi is like boy oh. on boy stuff. So, um, but that's that's uh, eighteen and over. Yeah, and okay. like you know, and just that doesn't sound like it would be eighteen and over. No, but like you know, I mean, it's all like sexual content. I was wondering, do do they sell uh, what are those things called? Um, tenga. Are they selling? I didn't see any tango. Like a tango booth or something. No, there was there was no okay. tango booth. You know they okay. should have because like, you know like you know they like I said like you know the wood rocket booth you know um, had a bunch of like they brought a bunch of like you know like DVDs you know right. wood rocket are kind of known for doing um, parody porn. So they oh. did like Ten Inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. They did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> they did. Um, did. They do the Game of Thrones one. Yep, they did the Game of Bones one. Oh. They did like the SpongeBob SquarePants one. They did a Dragon Ball Z one. They did 
Sailor Poon. They did like. So do they bring the actresses or whatever? Do they well, do that? They brought one of their actresses, April O'Neil. Who, oh, okay. That's her screen name. I don't know what her real name is. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. Um, she was actually she played April O'Neil in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow. Okay. You know, and I was just so impressed by her graciousness to her fans because like the booth was usually just dead until she showed up. But do they do people there know who that she is? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And um, oh, so these guys are still watching they're watching tons of porn. Oh, they're watching tons of porn. Okay. Gotcha. And I was just kind of like, whoa. And like, you know, and every she was always very friendly. Like and people would pay like, you know, money to like take a photograph with her and stuff like that. And um you know, and like, you know, th- and a lot of them are just kind of really skeezy. They'll like literally grab her ass and stuff like that. And what does she do? She's like, nah, and like she'll laugh it off. And, wow. you know, and just like, you know, be really like, you know, just patient and professional. Right. With them. And well, the one um, moment that um, I that sticks out in my head, because I know w- which I was there to witness. I was sitting, uh, sitting behind the booth, you know, and. You know, I and April was like, I think she was dressed like Faye Valentine from, you know, Cowboy Bebop, you know, and this like this guy just kind of like he looks kind of like a shut in kind of like in a wow. Asian Asian kind of a big guy, you know, you know, and like just like, you know, kind of approached her and came up and was like, oh, I'm a big fan. And then like, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm a virgin. And all, and I'm just like, and I'm trying not to like stare at them. How, because, how old's the dude? Like thirty, maybe, maybe thirty. Wow, you okay. know. And I was just like, what was what did the, what happened? I, I he I just watched her just kind of like you know, like be supportive and like you know like oh you could do it blah blah, blah like you know just it'll happen you know. And I was just right. like, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, in these kind of scenarios. But that's why she does what she does, I guess. Or, I you, know, know. Yeah, you could do fucking porn and not fucking like give yeah. it. You could be a complete fucking this, jackass this to is, the fucking. This, fans. this all helps the brand, you know. Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess so. I, yeah. I was. Uh, I I just like you know I. April O'Neil, everybody. Real, she's a champ. April O'Neil. Okay. April O'Neil, she's a champ. Mm. Yeah, she, she's very nice. Does she live in Las Vegas? She lives in Los Angeles. Oh, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Everybody, look her up. Yeah, she can, we, can we dox April O'Neil? What's her? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nonetheless, but that's cool. Um, what did you go through Artist Alley? I took a peek at Artist Alley. It's gigantic, right? It's gi fucking gigantic. Yeah, last time I went, I was like, Artist Alley was huge. It enormous. has its own fucking section. It's an yeah. old parking garage area transformed into a fucking. Is it? Oh, wow. I didn't even know where it is anymore. Yeah, I thought no. it was in the normal convention. No, it's, it's not. not. It has its own fucking section and now. It's gigantic, right? And it's gi fucking gigantic. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I, like, from what I understand, they, they constantly have AC problems in there. Oh, oh and no. the smells. The smells, man. So, like, what is the smells? Oh, it's like fucking a, a cacophony of body odor. Like male or female? Well, like I guess human it could be, or human, like stinky, like stinky. Oh, oh my God. It was like, oh. I, I, I mean, like, I know, like, yeah, fucking, yeah. San Diego Comic-Con can get kind of stinky, but the thing, well, but there's no. a, there's a powerful AC that's wishing yeah. it around, but fucking, but fucking anime expo, man. Oh, oh, it's brutal. It's so brutal. I, I've been told I should go into the, um, get a, get a table at artist alley and sell like, you know, small stuff, pins, stickers and all that stuff. 
bad idea? Do I want to do that? You know, I, I really don't feel like that I convention it is conducive to selling. Really? So, but what about all the folks that are in our Sally? Aren't they selling stuff? Um, you know, if they are, I couldn't tell. Really? Okay. You know, I mean, like, you know, it, I've been told to go for it. So, I mean, like, if it's if it's if it's affordable, like, you know, then I go for like it. Sure. But like, you know, like, I know booths in the main floor are as expensive yeah. as fucking as San Diego Comic Con nah, booths. There's, there's people, and it's a fucking five day convention. Yeah. No, there's people who are. Uh, Yes, five days. Oh my god! But yeah, I, there's it's people fucking who Wednesday through fucking Sunday. Man. Yeah, I know there's people who are uh, who go and who've said, "Oh, you should check it out." So I mean, like you might do well just Maybe. because you have like art. If you like do Japanese centric fucking oh. or Asian centric work, you know Maybe you probably do well. My, awesome. Maybe I'll just sell my pins there. You yeah, know? your pins yeah. could do yeah. would do great. Like yeah, apparently yeah. like they're like you know people are buying up pins in, in the adult section. Like oh, they have you know, there too. Like, oh, what yeah, are well, adult pins look like? Uh, like like just dicks and stuff. Yeah, a bunch of dicks, dildos. You know pins. Yeah, you mean like little enamel pins of yeah okay yeah. where do they wear these things um probably on their like you know they probably put it on their fucking hen- their body pillows or something like that oh no uh. that's disgusting <laughs> so you they, know you they, can make so, th- so these guys are getting off on ma- on pins too they're like oh look at this cute girl on a enamel pin um, and I'm gonna fucking jab my fucking body pillow to no end and smash that thing. Mm. That is disgusting. I don't. I don't know. Sorry. I, I mean, I, I think body pillows are not necessarily designed to be fucked, but like just more to be like kind of hugged when you're sleeping. Okay. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know if if anybody out there has like you know, you know. I, I, like has like you know gets all you know relieves themselves with a body pillow. Please let us know because I I I'm under the like it just doesn't this does not make sense to like nothing no, makes sense to to relieve oneself like that like just because imagine the fucking laundry you have to fucking do. That's like we don't people don't worry about the consequences. That's the whole thing. <laughs> don't worry about it. Just do it. Just do don't it. worry about the consequences. Right? Mm. I mean, yeah. like, you could, like, fucking, like, maybe if you, like, had a cup holder so you could put a tanga in there and fucking. <sighs> there you, you know. go. You should make a tanga pin. <laughs> okay. It's, you know, yeah, it's just a weird, like, you know, fucking. <laughs> it's funny. You know, with the, you know, like. You know, there's, get, a, there's it, a look to it with the red stripes and shit. Yeah, I've seen exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. The, the common tanga fucking yeah. thing. You could, like, just go into Amazon and order them yeah. there, too. But like anyway, that's weird. But okay, what else at Anime Expo? So I actually stood in line for something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. I went to the screening. Uh, as you guys all know, I'm a bit of an anime nerd. I went to the screening of Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0706. Okay, so that's a whole bunch of fucking numbers, right? Yeah, is that a credit card? What is that? <laughs> okay, 0706 means July 6th, right? So that and was the day. That was the day. And Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0 is the fourth. Is 3.3 plus one is four. (laughs) You know, and is the fourth installment of and fourth and final installment of the Evangelion movie rebuilds that they've been making for the past 15 fucking years. And um, you know, he and so they um, around the world, like once in Japan, another one in Paris, and the other one in Los Angeles. They screened the first ten minutes of the new movie, which is coming out next year. And oh wow, yeah. So so you saw the ten. So you waited in line to watch ten minutes. No, movie? I went waited in line. They showed like the third movie. You oh, know? so you saw the whole third movie. The whole third movie. But didn't you already see it? Oh yeah, I fucking own it on Blu-ray. But fucking, I wanted to see this fucking ten minutes. 
you know. Oh wow! And um, and I, I like the third movie. Was the ten minutes worth seeing? Oh yeah, it's very action packed. Wow! You know, and okay. um, so, and it features my favorite Evangelion pilot too, which is Mari. In case any, anyone out there knows what I'm talking about, and um, what color is she? She's the pink one. Okay. And um, that helps. I kind of understand from the colors. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's the yeah. There's a red one, a yellow one, and a pink one. And oh wait, isn't one where white? Um, yeah, white, and she used to have a, then, like, in the television series, she had a blue robot, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, but, like... What, what about her? What's her name? Ray. Okay. Yeah, and she drives the, in the movies, she does it with the yellow one, pilots the yellow oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So, you know, but, like, yeah, uh, so I, I waited, like, half an hour in line, you know, for that, and, um, you know, it, a lot of smells in, in that line, too, wow. you know? kind of made me self-conscious but then i remembered that like uh, i'm okay because i bathe regularly and um i <laughs> so don't that means these many don't i, I think no it's it's called like being like you know it's, it's about having those african glands yeah but it sounds like there's a little it's it's more than average there the way you're making it sound. you know like when everyone you're fucking, smells when, when you're fucking wearing like oh, fucking cosplay? like yeah, yeah a shit ton of fucking cosplay and then you decide to take it off so you can stand oh, in line dude. for a fucking no, movie no 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 yeah, yeah like yeah, it's gotcha. you know there's, there's some brutal fucking shit that goes on right. you know with your body oh dude you know so i saw that and you know and i think you can sort of see like a um a phone cam version of it on youtube if you look it up um um, it's, I think it's from the f- the Paris screening, but they I also found it subtitled in English. You know? Oh, okay. So, uh, but again, it's just like a phone cam um, uh, recording of it, and it's pretty good. You know, I'm, um, you know, it's, it's it's good enough to you could be able to watch it on the YouTube and like get the gist of what's going on. Wow. So you know, yeah. Wait, that. so you can watch ten minutes on YouTube now? Yeah, you can okay. watch the 10 minutes on YouTube now. Okay. You know, but, you know, I was, you know. Wow, you went super, you went deep. I went, oh, went oh. how many days did you go to Anime Expo? It's five days long. How many it, days did you I go? I went two. I went two. Okay. I went on Friday to pick up the badge and, like, you know, say you hi day, say hi to um, um, my friend Wood Esther and oh. from Wood Rocket and my friend Seth and, uh, and you know, the Wood Rocket right. people. And then... I found out Corey, a.k.a. Leroy Myers, was flying in on Saturday. So I went down uh, and, you know, since he's like... Had to go another day. I had to say hi. And that was, like, almost a mistake because fucking I literally, like... First of all, like, you know, we had earthquakes. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, we had an earthquake on fucking Thursday. Then we had an earthquake on fucking Friday night. You know, and here I am on a fucking stuck on a freeway overpass for 45 minutes, you know, trying to slowly creep out toward the convention center. You know, I don't know. Was that bad? It was that fucking bad. But that's got nothing to do with the earthquake. It's just. No, but like, you know, what, but what, you know. So you're supposed to take a train. Take a train from now on. Take a train. Take an Uber. Fucking like, you know. Uber, you're just still stuck in traffic. Yeah. I guess, you know. You could be calm just on your phone. You know, I mean, like, you know, it's, it's, it's. Bad, like the yeah. parking on Saturday. It's the worst. It's like literally nerd apocalypse, man. Wow. It is brutal. Wow. Like I, I kind of like wonder: is this what it's like for people who drive to? Because I've never driven to fucking SDCC 
and parked like yeah it's, you know. it's a nightmare from what i understand yeah. i don't know though but, yeah. yeah yeah i mean i i can only imagine i feel like they have a better system though for some reason because it's just more organized i feel like anime expo might be less organized yeah 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 definitely it's cool though well i mean like they, they block off the roads all around la live and you know the convention you know how you could go in between the yeah you know, like, sure oh, actually that's not blocked off but everything okay. around is around kind of blocked it. off mm-hmm. and, and like and then they pull out the 45 dollar fucking parking fucking yeah, thing it's crazy. Like shit oh. if you're lucky you could park in the convention center and it's only 20 bucks how much did you pay Twenty, right, bucks? 20 bucks. Okay, you got you got away with that. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I, I kept fucking looping around for about an hour, trying to fucking wow. like you know. You're hoping for luck. Yeah, just it's, hoping for yeah. luck, you know. And then yeah. I was right, right when I was on my last loop to fucking like going, you know what? This is not worth fucking worth it, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I ended up, you know, doing it. So, but yeah, uh, it, it. I enjoy the spectacle of it, you know. Like, just to see, like, oh, my God. Yeah. I can't believe how hardcore these people I are. I want to go next year, man. I haven't been in a few years. The last time I went, um, a few years ago, that day, or I don't know when I got it, but I got hand, foot, and mouth. You know, that's a hand, foot, mouth disease. Oh, jeez. It, 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 it manifested when I was there. So I left right away when I started noticing something was wrong. Mm. And I got out of there. But that means maybe I had it a day before, and it just started happening while I was right. at Animax. 24-hour gestation. Is that true? I don't, I, I don't know. But yeah, it started happening while I was there. I was feeling, I'm like, oh shit, I'm starting to like feel bad. Oh. And it was getting worse and worse. And I took a train there. So I was like, okay, I'm getting out of here right now. And I'm going to go take a train home. Right. Then I went to the hospital. But uh, I didn't know what it was though. Wow. So, but the whole thing was, yeah, that's the last time I went. It's been years and I want to go back. You should. Yeah. We'll, go, okay. we'll go next year. Maybe I'll get a stinky booth at this, or a stinky table at the... At the artist alley. You know yeah. what? I almost kind of recommend that you go first just to see. Like, no, I want to go to hell. I want to <laughs> go to hell. I'm ready. <laughs> You're ready. Put me into hell. <laughs> you know? I want to go to hell. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, Am I, mean, I going to be the oldest person with a table there, though? No. You sure? Or am I going to look like the oldest person with a table? No. Okay. I don't think so. Because I, you know... I should no, play you're, it you're, up. you're a professional. But I yeah. want to play it up. You know, I want to yeah. become like hentai Oji-san or something. You know, <laughs> the name of my table, hentai Oji-san. We could, we could cosplay you and um, come down we to could, hentai Oji-san, yeah. the greatest store on earth. You should create that banner. Yeah, hentai, hentai Oji-san. Oji-san. <laughs> <laughs> but you might get stuck in the 18 plus booth. Oh, I don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Yeah, it costs too much money to fucking yeah, have a booth fuck in that. there. But yeah. cool, Anime Expo, yeah. awesome. Anime Expo. Is that so that two? was my three. Oh, number three. Yeah. Wow. Um, number four was uh, Stranger Things three. Oh, I'm not done with that yet. Oh, I fu- I'm about six episodes in. Uh, I, yeah. I I finished it last night, and uh, I'll, you yeah. know, I'm not going to say any spoilers, but man, I got the feels. Fun stuff, though, right? I, I, you know, like I saw a lot of pretty mediocre reviews for it, you oh. know, but I loved it. Like cool. fucking like it's just I thought it was very entertaining. I mean, there's some parts that are absolutely like ridiculous, but like, you know, and you know, but like, it's uh, and and a little bit predictable. What do you think of the '80s? The whole '80s, you know, backdrop of it all. Is it like too? Much? It's a it's a kind it's a funny kind. Of, I mean, it was it's always been an '80s kind yeah. of thing. But I mean, know? don't forget this is three years in though, right. right? So this is what years is '85 or '86? Oh, is it 88? I think it is. 86 or 88? Okay, I think it's 86. Okay. From what I, I'm guessing, unless yeah. time jumped more than a year, but I think it's just three years in. I think it's 86. Mm. However, was it that 80s in the 80s? You know what I'm saying? 
like I almost don't remember it looking that eighties yeah, at that, because at that it, point I, in time. Well, the thing that like the, the like I feel like eighty two, yes, eighty three or eighty four, but we're talking eighty six, getting later here. I, I just yeah, don't. but then they they drop it hard with the mall culture, man. Yeah. Okay. So at that point, I was already. I don't think I was going to malls. So I don't know. Like I, I, you know, this is like I'm in high school now, and I didn't go to malls at that point. Where was I? You know, because I went to malls oh. in '84 and '83, but '86, I, I just my don't parents know. owned restaurants and malls. So oh, really? like, yeah, the mall culture was, was still there. Was just my because like was fast, part of my fast fa- times at Ridgemont High was uh, malls, right? I think and so. that's 83. So, mm. you know what I'm saying? I was trying to like guide it by like, it, other movies it, it, and other time periods. It's not like an, an LA, you know, or California oh. mall saying it, oh, That's it, true, right? You know, you got to think about it. Like, you know, everything like around. Where is, are they actually? I don't even know. Where well, I know they're filmed in. Oh, they're in, in uh, Indiana. Indiana. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that there, there you go. There's two years behind yeah. lagging there. So right. three years, maybe. Cool. But dude, yeah, man, got the feels from that one. Wow. So how many episodes is it? I haven't ten. Lose. Okay, so I think I'm at six. No, or, or no, eight. Oh, eight. I'm almost done. Then. Eight. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I liked it. You know. And I don't know. I don't think that like I. I don't think I don't know what kind of people things people were expecting from it. Well, I don't know either. But I know, I, it's. But like it's so far, fun. Yeah. Uh, that that dude with no front teeth. Do you think he wants front teeth in real life? Like, what's up with that? The the kid, uh, his I don't know his name on the show anymore, but oh yeah 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 no the, no the curly the, the funny one yeah the the one that everyone kind of likes that guy right yeah he's 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 hilarious he's but like the he's literally like the fucking like the punchline on so, so many he things. hasn't had front teeth in like two or three years right he doesn't have front teeth I think he has them in real life. So what's up with that show? Did he get them removed for the show or something? He doesn't have front teeth. I'm pretty sure. I think he does. I, don't I think, think so, it, man. it just looks like he doesn't have. Like he kind of talks with this weird lisp. Yeah. You know, and um, I, there was. I think he didn't have front teeth because I, I watched fucking bit. the that fucking you know what you call it. Does that guy have front teeth? Come on, anybody listening? All few of you are. Does, does that dude? Are have there front a couple teeth? people listening? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I watched that one. Nobody's saying shit, though. The uh, fuckers. I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched that fucking oh, um, you guys are the, best. the episode where fucking like, you know, you were like he and the you know, African-American kid were eating super hot chicken wings, um, you know, like the hot one show. And um, it looked like he had teeth in there. On, really? In there. Maybe they. I don't know. I don't know. But like, yeah, they, they all look so much fucking older. Yeah. That's the point where they age really quickly. Yeah, right? fucking weeds. You know, it yeah. fucking it happens. Have you have you seen it? Like with, I mean, yeah, of course you've seen it. You yeah. know, but like people that you know and like their kids, and suddenly like their kids are taller than their fucking parents. And you're yeah. like, holy fucking shit. I think there's like, I mean, the growth spurt thing is for real, right? Yeah. I think my cousin was shooting a film, uh, you know, like an indie film that he made. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he shot it one summer, and one of the persons was his cousin. Uh, cousin shoot niece niece um and in that one month of shooting she grew two inches like you could see it in the movie that they they shoot it real time like not real time sorry they shoot it in sequence yeah but you could tell she's she grows in that movie and they said that she actually grew two inches in that one month or a month and a half or something jesus she actually did grow yeah like you know so they were like oh shit she's actually you can see it yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. crazy right yeah yeah Yeah. so no growth spurts are real uh 
And those kids are definitely at a time when that shit's going to move fast. Right. Well, I you mean, know? like the, the Mike, the kid with the weird bowl cut, not the one who got captured into the upside down all the time. Right. You right. know, yeah. like, you know, he used to be so like cute. Oh, and I know. Now and he's like, he's taller than the mom character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just like, Jesus. Yep. And then meanwhile, everyone kind of stays the same. Right. Winona Ryder looks like. Yeah. Well, you know, Winona Ryder, like, you know, they like I think they did something, you know, to make her look kind of old and really. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. I what don't she looks know. Like now, but yeah, I, well, I saw and like she's still doing all the funny faces. It yeah. just seems like that's nonstop. She did the uh, what? She did a wired like you know, fill you know, in, you know, instant fill kind of thing with the sheriff dude, and you know, she still looks good. Cool. She's one of a writer. Awesome. You yeah. know, she'll she'll always kind of like you know have a, a spot in the heart of you know people like me. You know, from you know me who too. grew up in that era. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. No. Went on writers, amazing. Yeah. Even if she steals shit, I'm I find that kind of attractive. Yeah. So she's a bad girl. Steal stuff. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I welcome you. Do it. Why not? Come here. Just steal yeah. something. Do fucking you know hardcore opiates and steal shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and um, finally, like I, I figured I'd, I'd feature, I'd mention another YouTube channel that I'm a big fan oh. of, and it's this. There's this guy. I guess he's in, from New York. Um, his channel is Wang, W H A N G. Um, I think he's he might be half Asian. I don't know. He's like a Hessian metal bassist oh, wow. guy, but he does this this kind of show called like Tales from the Internet. Wow. And he will like kind of go over like these like moments like you know, and a lot of the moments are moments I don't know anything about, but like I found I find fascinating because like you know there's a moment a huge moment in time where I just kind of like, I guess you could say fucking like because I was like you know on drugs and just didn't give a shit about the internet, like just wasn't paying attention right. and like you know like and he'll go he'll kind of do a deep dive into wow. it and explain things like so he did like the one that like r- like made me kind of like go all oh, right i'm fucking subscribing to your channel was uh, he did one like on two girls one cup oh wow. you know and like exp- like goes into like the um conspiracies about it but then kind of reveals like the entire like the truth of this the the situation and stuff like that what is the truth of the situation it wasn't real poop oh it wasn't no what was it uh, i don't know like, it was like chocolate or something oh, like wow. that yeah you know and how and like the how like the guy who fucking oh, created he, them he deep dives yeah he just said that yeah yeah wow you know, you know so so did you ever see do you remember the guy who would say um i'm gonna fuck her right in the pussy he would say that in the news like any news, like he'd be in the background of a newscast and he would just run up and yell that in the microphone and run away. And and, and then, so he did it. Uh, and it, and then all of a sudden people around the country started doing it just for the hell of it. Like if there's a newscast, someone will run up and go fuck her right in the pussy. Mm. Like they would say that. Wow. And, and there's probably like, it probably happened 25 times oh. live, like live news, like a storm is happening. And person, you know, the person's like in a hurricane, in a hurricane, someone will just go fuck her right in the pussy. Like they'll just <laughs> yell at Right. So then I saw a video and the very first one who did it, it was fake. Like it wasn't real. Oh really? Yeah, I just, it was like this o- older guy who does it and he looks like a total like scummy dude. Mm. And he just looks like he just does it. And then I found out it was all fake. And the, mm. but then the whole thing was it, made other people do it for real oh <laughs> that's amazing yeah that was that's funny. amazing yeah so i was kind of disappointed though when i first saw it i was like oh man 
Yeah. Like he created a cultural phenomenon from a fake thing. That How became long ago real. was that? Five years, six oh, years. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. I was so disappointed though when I found I was fake and I was like, oh, but then everyone else's was real, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, the, yeah. the guy also like did like, like ones on like that weird, like Mac, you remember like, have you seen the articles on the guy who like hijacked like a Chicago, um, like television, you know, broadcasting signal. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Long you know, the high, the yeah. Max Hedrum one. Sure. He did one on yeah. that one. Wow. He did one on like. Oh, this is cool. What's his name? What's Wang? W H A N G. And he's not Asian. He might. Oh, be he might half, be a half. half okay. yeah, he might be half. Okay. And um, he's in like in a metal band, but like, cool. and he like yeah, he does like, and then he does these weird ones on like the resident on Resident Evil, like oh. the video game. Wow. Like he's just like. You know who are the actors who? Because like you know, I think in the very first or second um, Resident Evil, they had like cut scenes where they had live actors. Oh wow! You know, and like they, you know, and they all used monikers and, and it does tries to find out who these people are. Wow. Uh, and like and you know, or the the missing you know Resident Evil one point five. Like so Wang W H A N G. Everyone check that out. Yeah. That sounds kind of cool. Yes. Okay, wait, and we got one question, Stavi who always listens to us. Thank you, Stavi. I think mm. he's in another country. Mm. Anyways, he asks, did you mention Drake flirting with the 11 actress? Did that happen? I don't even know. I didn't even know that either. That's, <sighs> that's some fucking, like, who's that one guy who's going to, who got arrested in New York um, this week? The billionaire. <laughs> oh, man. What is <laughs> that's like name? that kind of I'm shit. I'm so confused with these guys' names, but that dude had, he had an airplane called the Lolita Express. Yeah. And uh, what, by Trump? Bill Clinton, yeah, tons of like. Dude, well, fucking even Trump knew it. He made he made a comment on fucking uh, on on the on camera saying, "Yeah, yeah, the guy likes fucking you know, you know beautiful getting, women." It's getting worse every even day. Even on though. the young like, side, yeah, oh yeah. Some are you know, like saying that they're raped by him, and I forgot his name. Man. Right. It's just like not even important. Well, look, if you're fucking under eighteen, according to American United States law, there is no such thing as consent with a. Yeah, no, know, no. This person know. was fifteen and said that she was raped and all this shit, but then. uh it goes on and on, man. It's horrible. Yeah. Like there, there's a video out there. Uh, speaking of YouTube, you can find a video of a woman who talks about like it's like an eight minute video, mm. and she talks about like how she was in there as a young young woman, young girl or young woman, and um, just told the stories about what she went through, mm. and it was pretty gnarly. I was re- I was like, oh my god. Mm. So, anyways. Oh, and on one other note, it's nine o'clock, and I know there's a, have a, we have a listener, and she asked that we give her a shout out since it's her fucking birthday. Who's that? So, it's, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to Nicole Harris. Nicole happy, Harris. Yep. Happy birthday. You're one year older or closer to death. Nicole Harris. I don't even know who that is. She's been commented a couple of times. Oh, on, really? Uh, oh, yeah, she did. Nicole mm-hmm. Harris. Yep. Thank you very much. So awesome. But um. Yeah, it's it's been an eventful week. All right, that's that's some heavy top fives right here. This is like <laughs> long. This is I've been putting. I've been like this I, top five was like an hour long. Yeah, top fives today. We did it like wow. an, yeah. Well, you know, it's because we you know no guest and like just like talk about it, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it, it's the deep dive on that shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, one thing that we've been kind of wanted, I've been curious about, like getting your opinion on as a gallerist. Oh yeah, big time gallerist. You know, well, you're you know a gallerist, gallerist you know, because we also have a show coming up together. Yeah. You know, uh, in about six weeks. Damn. Um, uh, it's a, a theme show. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know. wait, hold on. Nicole Harris wrote, "I'm closer to death." Laugh my ass out. L M A O. And she wrote, "And closer to 30. <laughs> wow. 
Wow, she's young. Yeah. Oh. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Nicole Harris. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's um, but you know, what do you think of these these like you know we had we just, we, you know had things like something like the Hello Kitty show and. You know, like a lot of gal. You know, I remember, like, you know, in the early when I was started, like Gallery 1988, um, another gallery that used to be like on Melrose and like La Brea, was notorious for throwing like these huge fucking theme shows, like I Am Eight Bit or um, the yeah. um, fucking what you call it, the uh, Crazy for Cult. You know, show. No, and stuff. there's so many crazy shows out there. I mean, there's kaiju ones. There's ah. Uh, Everything, name it, any 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 property or character or animation or anything has had a show. It seems like, mm-hmm. right? Just yeah. about everything. Yeah. Um, so what do I think? Uh, I think in the past I thought that they were mostly like really bad. I mean, I used to do some, yeah. but for the most part, when I saw it being overdone by so many places, that I thought, oh, that's horrible. Maybe it's just me hating, you know, like thinking. But it was just seemed too much. Like just think of a topic or any character or anything and do a show, right? That's all it really was. Sure. And I was like, God, there's no thought put into it, no no heart. It was just, just let it rip, go for it, you know? And I realized that now, looking back or looking at it, man, if that works for a business and a gallery, then fine with me. Like, go do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think that I have to be more sympathetic to business owners because if that works and that's how they're paying their bills and rent and whatever it is, then I'm okay with it. But, you know, like if you're asking me if that's like, the future of art then i hope not you know i'm hoping that that (laughs) works for that shop or that gallery and that's cool but i don't want that to be i I hope that's not how art is going to be transmitted in the future that via other people's ip you know and like the art that someone else creates with other people's ip becomes that it becomes contemporary art you know as like but it's already become contemporary art i guess k-a-w-s uh yeah that's true huh Cause, oh no, he's back. <laughs> Your favorite artist, Cause. Um, you know, like okay. Yeah. I, I, I. You're right. Let me, let me You're, clarify on big, things. On the biggest scale, he's doing it. I, I, I think. A, as is Murakami, for that yeah. matter. Yeah. yeah. Well, what has Murakami? He's Louis Vuitton. Yeah, but that was a collaboration but with an actual. There was fucking, art. There yeah. was art too, like like Louis Vuitton actual like canvases and shit art that he right made. yeah but like that all you know? kind of ties in as promotional design for his fucking purses doraemon he's doing doraemon right right but doraemon art yeah but the difference between that's, that, between that's like, murakami that's like, that's like, and cause is yeah. that fucking murakami is actually like probably teaming up with these actual ips you know, meanwhile, but isn't Cause doing that too. I assume I don't he must be. I don't think he's just letting it, just going for it. I don't. I think I he is. Fucking like you know, Smurfs. Fucking SpongeBob. Fucking. So you know. not one lawsuit. I, I just feel like he must be because paying. it's not. He, there, there's not enough there to fucking like you he know. Must be paying a royalty or something. Or I he's yeah. just because it's an artistic expression rather than like you know a, a product that yeah. he's you know creating. You know, like you don't. I mean, like. I'm, no. not, I'm not sure on that one. And I'd love to know if anyone knows. That's a good And then, like, you know, question. the fucking the quantities that are produced, right? Like, he did well, those Star Wars ones, like the Boba Fett look one. At, look, at, look at Uniqlo. Like, all that Uniqlo stuff that was, like, other... Well, the Sesame Street one, he probably fucking did, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, you know, by then, he had already fucking stomped on so many fucking, fucking IPs, like the Simpsons and fucking... 
you know, SpongeBob, SpongeBob, you know, like, and I don't know whether or not he got the fucking right. like, you know, I don't, I don't know that, but with art, I'm not sure. Right. I guess with a product, maybe. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, fucking Jeff Koons would could, would like yeah. do shit with the, the Marlboro, you know, fucking Mar- Marlboro yeah, man. Sure. Uh, and know. Warhol did the soup cans. Right. Campbell soup. And I don't think he paid for that. And there was a lawsuit and Andy Warhol won. Right. Right. Exactly. So there's that. But. Any company can sue anyone anytime. That's that's cause yeah. But the thing I, is, is I, that like if you know, the, if you know your 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 argument is based on the fucking you know shit that happened between Campbell's and fucking Warhol, and and Warhol won. Well, then you don't really have too much of a leg to stand on. That's what you think until it happens to you, and you realize you can't pay the legal bills. So then you've got to, you, you actually have to settle and technically lose, right? Yeah, but the thing is, is that you, chances are, like, you know, depending on, happened, you know. It's happened, what, to, it's happened to Giant Robot, so that's why I know this. <laughs> oh, what happened? Um, I, I made the Bruce Made Tape shirt a long time ago, and I got sued by Bruce Lee, right? And um, I'm like, well, isn't that just like Campbell Soup kind of a thing? You know, like, it's my parody. I'm making a parody of Bruce Lee behind a turntable. He didn't, he wasn't a DJ. And uh, th- that was not considered a work of art, and it was complete. Well, it could have been. They didn't care, but they just steamrolled. But the thing is, is that that's the thing. If it was a quote unquote unique piece of artwork, mm-hmm. you know, a one of a kind unique piece of artwork, then it would be judged differently than I don't a know, t-shirt but design. Andy Warhol made millions of prints of this Campbell soup can. It's a product, right? And, and got away with it too. So I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. posters right tons of it like shit tons of it so maybe i don't know there's there's like there is that but nonetheless wait what was the original question about art again well oh, yeah. i mean no, like I you know I'm, I'm just kind of like you know we're, we're, we're like we're, we're just kind of deep diving on like this entire themed art you yeah. know like because like you know and, and i mean you could like you know look at like say like all these artist alleys and fucking every comic-con and fucking anime expo sure, or whatever it's, oh, it's there everywhere oh my god like Sure. I was I I was that, walking, that, but that's what it's about. That's kind of artist alley. Seems like that's that's what it's about. Do you think that like it's kind of walking this weird line between art and commercialism? For sure. I mean, like the theme show. Yeah, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. I well, it depends what theme. I mean, right. Post-it show is a theme. Yeah. It, it's yeah. A theme I mean, but it's a, it, it's, but it's a it's a very vague theme, and it's also like an opportunity to, for for people to the reason why it's so popular. You know, for those of you who don't live in Los Angeles um, and are or familiar with this gallery, uh, Giant Robot has for how many years now? At least 12, 15, 14, I don't know. Like many years. Yeah, over a decade, Giant Robot has hosted this show. You co-curated it with... We we make up a number every year because we don't remember how many years. We're just like, I think it's 14. We're just like, okay. We don't know. (laughs) So, okay. But, like, you you co-curated it with... um, Mark Todd, Esther Pearl Watson. Yeah, yeah, the two artists, and um, you guys will have—would you say thousands? Yeah, a few thousand, a few thousand fucking Our, post-it oh, notes. Yeah, uh, thirty-five hundred maybe on these walls. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and um, everything—you know, everything is twenty-five dollars. Yeah, flat fee. Yeah, and you'll get like a, a handful of artists. Like some you know, could be amazing, like, some could be famous, and some could be unknown but amazing. Right, and some. Some people pick like the the weirdest ones where I'm like, whoa, yeah. you like that? I'm, yeah, it's up to you. You get like you know you've had like you know James Jean usually does one to two. Yeah. Um, you do so you do like a dozen maybe? Or? Yeah, I usually do yeah. a dozen. Yeah. Like I I'll, I'll do both rounds usually. Sure, it's you know? fun, man. Yeah, it's it's just a, a like you know, and some of them are really the ones I've done are really terrible. And people still want them, <laughs> and so, and some of them aren't. And then uh, 
you also do like um who else uh, would you do like you know yeah the like audrey kawasaki does uh post-it notes and she does like weird things too like didn't she do like a weird kind of what's it called like the thing where it's like you take the felted kind of shit and you like poke it until i don't know if she did that did she she did no she did like some weird kind of 3d she did a felty one before though right she's done some different things sometimes she does stuff that looks like kind of like a truncated version of her paintings right yeah right right but like you know so um that's the show that we're talking about but like that's that's such an open-ended theme that like it doesn't really kind of suggest what i'm of a, a, a theme show. Well, is theme show means someone else's IP, or or does it mean a object or something? Versus, I, I mean, I think a theme know? kind of revolves around the there's I, also a, like of the a unifying light. idea that like bring that all these artists adhere toward. Right. So sometimes it's by material, though, right? Like it can be yeah, of course, paint on a twelve by twelve canvas only. Right. right. Well, painting it. paintings on books, fucking yeah. paintings on yeah, luggage. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that, those are all theme shows too, right? Um, to a certain degree. Yeah. But I think when when people think of theme shows, they're thinking of like, like Bugs Bunny, or right? like you know, like like say video games, sure. movies. Gotcha. Um, you know, but God, just movies seems too vague, right? You know, like we're doing a show about movies. It seems too vague. So well, I mean, like like say the crazy for cult shows that Gallery nineteen eighty eight did. Yeah, like they were they they kind of like they would provide us with a list of movies that would be considered cult movies, right? You know, and I see. Oh, they gave you a list. Yeah. Oh, so those parameters. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Like you know, um, man. So at the same time, like you know, would Marvel movies considered be considered cult mo- uh, fit into that because they're so genre specific? Marvel movies. Yeah, Marvel movies like fucking Iron Man and. You mean Avengers. art shows of Iron Man? Well, no. Just I'm, I'm talking. I'm, I'm just. Oh, you mean cult movies? Yeah. I don't know if those are cult, man. Hmm. Cult. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I'm not cult. I guess cult is no. kind of like a small, like a small yeah, audience. Usually, kind of a thing. small thing. But uh, yeah. nonetheless, no man, I'm I'm okay with group shows. I'm sorry, the theme shows, especially the ones that kind of bother me. Well, the ones that bother me the most are the ones of other people's IPs, especially like an animation. You know, like any just name any Nickelodeon show, and there's an art show based on that show, right? right, right. It's, it happens all over the, all the time. I like, think right, it, so it's more forgivable if the gallery takes the time to work with the IP owners. Do you think they okay work with? What does that mean? Like they have the approval and sponsorship of the like if there's a SpongeBob show and they like but, yeah. team up with Nickelodeon. Okay, let's say they do, but let's say you do eight of those a year all with Nickelodeon. Is that? An, I mean, I don't know. Is that just too much? You know, like one gallery doing that with is that too much? Yeah, I. I it, I would I say know. it was, but but see that's so I used to think that. But eight shows out of like seventeen a year, or or twelve, <laughs> let's no. say right. But uh, it's one of those things where well, eight with Nickelodeon, maybe five with, uh, whatever Cartoon Network. You know, right. I don't know. Like well, do, it just seems like um, there's a lot. But then I realize, you know, that's how the small business can survive, and they're still like paying artists and doing the whole thing. Then more power to them. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm, it's not my favorite thing, but. I think it's fine that other people do it. I mean, why not if they well, want to? You know, I, the reason why I, I, I felt that this was um, something I wanted to talk about was just because, like, you know, I, like, you know, that we had, there was that Hello Kitty show yeah. at Corey Holford Gallery. Sure. Now, granted, like, Corey Holford is kind of like the gallery that I do most of my bigger shows at. Yeah. You know, and um, I'm, you know, 
I kind of feel like these theme shows make it so that's hard to take that gallery ser- take galleries seriously. Sure, I think it does that, but then maybe that that's not what they're looking for. I mean, maybe Corey Helford's case, I would think you could still take it seriously with or without a Hello Kitty show. Sure. I don't know if that wipes anything out there. Just go there. That's a gnarly place, man. Like I look at it, I'm like, um, I'm, you, you got to take that seriously. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when it's at a smaller place, like let's say here, and I start doing those kind of theme shows, I, I would think you can't take this seriously. And I think, for me personally, I would lose a bunch of artists that wouldn't want to work here anymore, do any work here anymore. Agreed. If I start doing that, yeah, I would feel that. I would feel that. I could be wrong, but I feel like that's what would happen. So, uh, like, you know, like you know, some people take this place seriously, and I'm proud of that, and yeah. I don't want to mess with that by doing like Bugs Bunny shows or you know here's Tweety Bird show you know what I mean sure sure I want to keep up the I'm, or a I, Looney Tunes show in general but I think food shows fine I mean it's once in a while fine but if I did half of them that way I think the other half just you can't be you can't take that seriously anymore right. well I think I, I think I, you can do it once in a while I think fine certain theme, I think certain themes can be fucking general open enough to create serious so works you're, you're doing a food show so yeah right totally fine yeah yeah you know like I think I think so but like you know what what if like you know I I was I was actually thinking of like another like what would what would I do if I did a show next year, and um I I can't I I was looking over like, you know um what call it I I have I create like names titles for show potentials, uh, potential show titles, you know and I um. I, I I don't know why I wrote this down. Wait, so you, this is for next year? No, well, this is I, I after the shit that I've had to put up with this year. I'm not really sure how you know strongly I feel about putting together another show next year. It's oh, you, know, you know, but I might, I okay. might, you know. Okay, but like I I saw the, I saw this fucking this show title fucking I wrote down here, and it's probably I probably got it from somewhere else, but like you know I I. I so oh, wait, you uh, just come up with show titles and then you build around it type of thing? Is well, I, I create, come up with titles that I think, you know, fit my kind of work, uh-huh. you know. And, um, like, you know, there's, there's a couple, like, you know, that I've been kind of holding on to for the right show. But, like, but this is one that I just came up with. And it's called The End Justifies the Memes. Oh. And it would be a meme-themed wow. show. Do you, do you do you think that's something that giant robot? Like, do you think that walks the line? That walks the line that of like. I think. Know, oh of, man! So I could see that one not doing so well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I could see that not doing well right away. That's yeah. You know, because you're like now boxing people into a corner in a way. Right. It's a, it's too specific. Of Maybe a, too specific, and it's all um, bisecting a lot of like how many people want to make art of memes, and those that do are they the or artists? they don't have to do. Art of memes, but art inspired by a meme. Almost, yeah, okay, but still, yeah. it's like I don't know. Are people gonna do that or want to do that? Uh, so yeah. I think you'll get some, but you may not get a lot of ones that you wish you can get, type of thing. Yeah, that's what I always think when you make a theme that's too specific like that. Yeah, you exclude a lot of people. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, oh, like you know, one of the the things Maybe. that kind of you know uh, was kind of an. Kind of, that kind I kind of ran in an issue that I ran into, especially like with like the Hello Kitty show, was the fact that my original idea for Hello Kitty, the Hello Kitty show, was you know different from the the 
the painting that right. I turned in. And the reason why it changed was had two factors. One of them was time, and the other one was the fact that my idea wasn't a celebration of that IP. It kind of was a slander on right. that IP, you know. And you know, uh, and you can I can definitely say that like. You know, when you're doing shows that are kind of, you know, like themed, you know, you kind of have to adhere to the like general, like, I don't know, like this idea of what, you know, the, um, you know, like the the general, like, you know, especially when you're working with the company. Right. Because like, you know, with that show, they they teamed up with Sanrio to to do it. That's major. Yeah. You know, like you can't like. You don't want to burn a bridge. (laughs) Well, you know, they didn't want to do it. Like, you know, they had specific rules. Like, I the, see. yeah, the show had rules like no profanity, no nudity, and no um, violence. Wow. Okay. You know? And that just kind of like, like, what? Why did you fucking invite me, man? <laughs> you know? yeah. 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 Like, Not that's kind of like my bag, man. Yeah. You know, but yeah. um, it so like, you know, and my original idea, which was the Hello Kitty fish idea, um. It, where like basically the idea did I show you any of the the what you call it the work in progress I don't think so okay well yeah. I don't know whether or not this will help maybe we could like you know I don't know whether or not it's you know we can even show it at on the uh, what you call it might be hard to see yeah but yeah. like you know so it, it's it's basically about social media and catfishing you know oh and, yeah you know and so <laughs> so okay. Um, the camera's not gonna fucking reach this shit. I'll just show it to you. So the first one is like you have this like frame gotcha. and like a Hello Kitty, and oh, she's a winking. weird looking Hello Kitty. Well, no, she's a normal looking Hello Kitty, but like I just because I didn't finish it. Oh, you, you don't didn't see finish the, it. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That's why. It, 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 was, it was a work in progress <laughs> My, fucking okay. shot. Yeah. Gotcha. And so you have this like mat kind of surrounding it, so right. it looks like a, a social. Is that a real mat? Yeah, it's a real mat. So you did a painting with a mat that kind, kind of covered blocks, out, blocks covered. out, and then like, but then when you look, oh. Out, Oh and then when you God. look outside the fucking uh, yeah oh my gosh <laughs> you know. that's pretty funny wait here everybody okay. those that are watching mm-hmm. I don't know if people can see that. And it doesn't matter. Okay. You know. Awesome. That's you know. A, that's really funny. You no, know, I thought it was hilarious. Wow. You know, and yeah. um, but like you know, and so I showed that idea to. You can see it. You know. You can see it. So it's a very obese Hello Kitty. Yeah, it's like a obese. But it, but but you you have a mat around its head, which makes it look like time, a, like, when like you, a normal if you, if you like just, normal yeah or regular focus, yeah or regular like cute Hello yeah, Kitty regular. She's uh, doing like the the peace sign. She's winking. You know. Right. And but you made shit. like an, a, a very enormous. Enormous, yeah, uh, yeah, like you know, yeah, which could also be very well cute, so don't get me wrong. No, but I mean, but that's, like, that's, you know, that's your artistic, but the idea of that, like, you know, the things that we showcase on social media are di- you know, can be very different yeah. outside of it, yeah, you know, so yeah, that's a shame, too. Like, still thinking, why do people have to do that? Like, I feel that's horrible, in the a catfishing way. thing, yeah. Well, you know, I, I guess it's catfishing, but just doing you know, like people every time people go on dates off the internet, I always hear that. If if they go on a date, they say, "Oh, the pictures didn't look like the person," right? And I'm always like, "Oh," and that's purposely done. So I'm always like, "Why? Why?" It just sucks that people have to do that or feel like they need to do that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Unfortunately, the thing about like you know um, the online dating thing is that it's you know like literally you're just like you're spending a second like looking at a photo and you yeah. need to like you know it's it's 
you know, and if you don't have a photo that like catches people's attention, then yeah. fucking, you know, that sucks. Though. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it sucks. Yeah, because then people, you know, some there's some disappointment somewhere, so it just sucks. Well, you yeah. know, the, I guess the th- I, I I would like to think that the theory or the uh, behind all of it is that you know, if you if the person takes the time to con- you know have a conversation with them, meet them, get to know them a little bit better. You know that maybe there is something a little bit more substantial. I hope so. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. Our yeah. world, <laughs> our world, <laughs> such a mess. But uh, what a fucking world yeah, we live in. Yeah. Do we have any uh, questions or anything like that? Uh, R.J. Oh man, how can I say that last name? Kiralta. Okay. Hi guys. By the way, is Let's Eat Consolidated as the name of the name of the coming show? Want to brag my about my only achievement in life with the right name? Yes. It's somebody who's in the show, I guess, right? Yes. Yes. It's, it's it's we're calling Let's it Let's Eat. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. I thought you know, I was thinking of like call, saying it like calling it Thanks for the food. Yeah. You know, but like Thanks for the. Oh, speaking of which, can I mind if I interject here? Yes. Did you know that the the painting that was lost of yours, right? We sold. The tomato painting, a tomato throwing. Yes, I, the guy fucking reached out to me. So the guy wrote to me and said that he tried to reach you and didn't hear back. So he wrote to me and I wrote him back. I don't know if you wrote the person back. No, I didn't write that. So I wrote the person back saying uh, that what do I need to do to get that piece back? Because and he said, did you know what happened? It got lost in the mail. He picked it up in an auction. Yeah, like what the fuck option is auction is that? It's some kind of lost mail auction. Yeah, you don't. It, it, it probably it's probably like a fucking what you call it. Um, like a, a, if you go to a, a storage unit auction. Yeah, so what happened was evidently it must have came out of its box. It was in a box. It came out of the box. I don't know how. Or rip box got opened. The piece got separated from the box. It, of course, it says Luke, but it, we don't have your full name on it or anything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. From now we we're thinking, oh, we got to put like more info in the packaging or something. Sure. But nonetheless, this person bought it in some kind of a weird auction. Right. I, I, I'm under the impression that lost mail auctions are probably like they i mean did he say that the painting was uh, removed like he uh, he saw it and bought the painting itself or did i don't know i'm trying to i wish i could know this answer i'm curious if I'm, uh, it was with a lot of other shit or did he just buy the art but he made it sound like it was with other stuff yeah he probably yeah. bought a lot of like they probably had like a pile of mail and like hey you know these are packages you know i think that i think it must have been outside of its package though there's no way it would be within its package because that would have addresses and shit on it. it it had to have come outside of the package you know oh. so maybe he bought like a pile of art or something you yeah. know i didn't even know how to respond to that i, I saw I, I, he I said, just, he said, just said that he really enjoyed the painting you know, I just wrote to him and said, "Hey, we'd like to get it back and stuff." And I said, "What do I need to do to get it back from you?" But then he didn't write me back yet. Yeah. But uh, one of those things. Anyway, that's uh, the tomato throwing up. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah it's a great painting. And I know you posted because you posted it. He saw it and he said, "Oh," and he wrote to me saying that he feels like he stole it, even though he bought it. But he feels like it's stolen because it was sold, it was shipped, it was all of a sudden then got lost, and now he he has it. Rightfully, he owns it. But uh, he said he feels like it's not right. So, you know, if if he's willing, whatever it is, if he's willing to, I don't know, I'll try to see if I can take care of it. But the whole thing is um, this guy's got a heart. Maybe, uh, hopefully, you know, like that. Hopefully. 
Yeah. Hopefully. Well, he, he enough to write so far. I don't know if he's going to change his mind, but mm. it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, I'm know. glad that he reached out to you because yeah. you know you're definitely much more responsible. I just wanted to. I, I hit him up right away. I was like, oh my gosh, and I said, oh my god, oh my, you know, I was like, well, this has been a mystery. Like we've been yeah. worried about this. Yeah. So. I was I was always wondered what happened to like you know that kind of thing. Mm. But like, there's probably other pieces of art that have gotten lost from a lot of artists, and it's like, where is that stuff? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure it's not in the trash. Like, it's on somebody's wall somewhere, yeah. somehow. And yeah, you'll never know. Maybe. Yeah, they they just yeah. don't take the time to fucking reach out. But art got stolen. Art's but here's stolen, the thing: you know? he knew to reach you because. Of probably the, the the probably the sender fucking information was probably. I'm not uh, sure because he saw what you posted. Like he think he looked under artist named Luke or some shit like that, and then found it. Uh, I think he knew the name of the piece. Maybe it was on. Yeah, the it's probably said Splomato. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. So he looked under the word Splomato Luke, and then found your Twitter because you right. posted that you wrote that it got lost, and then here's the new one I painted. You put you put that on Twitter. You did a side-by-side photo of the old one and the new one. Right, right. And the old one is the one that he got, and he saw that because he sent me the Twitter link. So I'm sure he went, oh, well, where was this art show from? Like, where to get lost at Giant Robot? You know, he hit me up. So That was was one of my more clever places. It's it's actually really nice. It's a food painting. Yeah. So I actually thought it was really nice. I love doing food kind of related paintings because, you know, sometimes, you know, I I love to eat. Oh, what's weird? Uh, I... Someone said that the volume's low. No one said that yet. Oh, you know, sorry. I feels loud to me, but okay. Yeah, our our, our headphones are, are loud. Okay, folks, is this better, fuckers? Anyway, <laughs> so uh, Albert Reyes said, turn up the audio. But maybe it's your shitty-ass, like, device, man. <laughs> you know? Turn- actually, you know what? That that was actually something I also wanted to mention. Um, thanks for uh, chi- I didn't, chiming I never, in, Albert. Yeah. On 4th of July, um, uh I got I hung we out with Albert a, uh-huh. and um you know in El Cerrito and he, Albert Reyes has a view of one of probably the best illegal fireworks shows wow. in Southern California. Awesome. Like apparently uh it goes till four in the morning. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. You know, but like uh, a lot of um families will go to this park, bring their, you know, crazy fucking illegal fireworks. And just fucking like set that shit like shit that shit off like crazy, and um yeah I yeah well, you know what I could we could have thanks for telling us so late you guys man volume's low tell us that god damn it yes yes Shh. yeah I'm it, like it, blaming uh, them I'm blaming you guys it's all my yeah. fault you right? know I I, I did I, I did notice it a little I, I, I did oh. notice that they were like on oh, it's the black not even line there but uh, we yeah, what, wait okay. what is this then I have no idea but okay I, I, I figured that like you know if like whenever I talk, the, the light goes off, and you I know. don't know. I don't think that one goes high, like oh. no matter what. So it doesn't go to the red. No, but it does here, and uh, I guess it is. Maybe it is low. I don't know, man. But okay, whatever. Someone was fucking with the knobs, man. Yeah, fucking with the knobs. Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> that sounds funny. Yeah, so fucking, you know. Albert. Okay, so I went up a little louder. I hope that's enough. Oh. Oh, well, we should, um, well, don't you have these, yeah, you, you have these things fucking marked off too, right? Yeah, so th- they're higher than normal, I don't know why. I mean, everything else is low, these are off, so, I don't know. Huh. Yeah, nonetheless, whatever. Yeah. Well, um, so. I blame your iPad. <laughs> My, <laughs> yeah. is he listening to, um. Yeah, he is, on his iPad, but oh. thank you, thanks for listening. Um, oh, and Staffy asks, do you like white girls? He asks, I guess, to both of us. 
Sure. Yeah, I would be equal opportunity for sure. Yeah. Sure. Mm. White, black, white, black, Asian, Mexican. Yeah. yeah. It's all, you know, they're all, you know, yeah. women are women. Yeah. Stavi. There you uh, go. Yeah. That, that answer was not what you wanted, but, or was that what you wanted? I don't know. But okay. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, I don't. Um, yeah, I, Do you I, know somebody for Luke? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Um, yeah. But yeah. So it's, uh, uh, hmm. We're, we're, so we're still talking about theme shows. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. You know, theme yeah. shows. Yeah. But like, so wait, when do you say no to a themed art show? Like, what is the, where, you know, what is your limit? Like when you hear it, you're like, no way am I going to do this? You know, like if like, it's a license and, and I don't have, and the show doesn't have the backing of the license. I see. Okay. You know, yeah. like I, if I'm going to do something that has someone else's IP on it and like, you know, it's n- not being so supported. Like, like Adventure Time art show. Right. But you're just without Cartoon Network behind it yeah. or Pendleton Ward on it, it. I wouldn't do it. What about a Star Wars one without Star Wars? Since Star Wars, I've done seems, a couple. Seems of them. to not back anything anyway. I, I've done I've done some stuff simply because. Well, another thing has has uh, another thing. <laughs> the, I got you, man, Boba. <laughs> there's other things that like you know like kind of tie me into these things and. Um, and like that might have something to do with like was how important was this to me, you know, yeah. growing up. Sure. Like Star Wars is huge for me. Yeah. Your your name is Luke. My name is fucking Luke. I know. I always got to play Luke on the fucking playground. That's amazing. You know. Yeah. Even Just though lost I, your arm. You know, I never felt like lost a Luke. Your arm. Lost your <laughs> arm. <laughs> lost my fucking hand. And kissed your sister. Kissed my sister. Oh my god! You Gross. really have a sister. Oh. I, uh, oh. Yeah, but my sister's name name is not Leia. So oh. you know, but like. But you know, so Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi have <laughs> always been. Her name was Leia. Oh no. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. You know, yeah. like we're we're super important. Yeah. You know, like so you would do a Star Wars one, maybe. But uh, well, maybe. maybe. Maybe if I'm like inspired. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You know, like okay, I like doing these East meets West kind of themes sometimes right you know and i've done a handful of them uh like for instance the boba one the boba drinking boba um you know milk tea with you know the tapioca balls some people call it bubble tea out here in california like you know where all the asians fucking live you know we call it boba tea yes and um though oddly enough in singapore they call it bubble tea oh what about uh what's the other one there's isn't there a third name Bubble tea, Boba and Boba, and there's one more. Isn't milk there? tea. I don't know, man. I uh, thought there was a third one too. If there's a third one, I have no idea yeah. what it is. And the pearl, one, pearl, pearl. Oh fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> so there is a pearl milk tea. Fuck. Oh 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 oh. Uh-oh. oh microphone, oh, oh, microphone my, fall. Oh yeah. Fuck that, man. Fuck you and your fucking pearls. Okay. <laughs> no. So yeah. But not, like not, you know, not like, pearl. But or, or then like I did one where like I combined a uh, a Pinocchio with a a Tengu mask. Was that for a theme show or was that just art you wanted to make? That's just something I wanted to make. Yeah, so that's cool. You know, but I'm saying you know I was more asking what about a theme show like when someone says whatever you know like okay we have the I don't know what it would be the Woody Woodpecker show. You know, well, I grew up watching Woody Woodpecker, sure. you know, yeah. and I always thought he was a dick. 
<laughs> you know, I always thought Woody Woodpecker was a complete jackass. So would would you do that or no? Would you just say no? Or Probably not. I mean, yeah. if I if I if you know the other thing that uh, for me is like if if people give me a theme th- theme show and I just and like I don't like instantly have an idea come to my head, right? Then I'll say maybe and mm-hmm. I'll let it sit for about like another couple weeks or a month. See if something comes yeah, up, you go for it. And, and then, awesome. yeah, you know, okay. but like another thing is it depends on who's the host. Yeah. Is it a gallery that I'm interested in working with? Uh, yeah, that'll, that'll matter. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, where in, you know, the world are they? Right. Like, you know, if it's a show in Europe, if it's a show in Asia, is it a yeah. show on the East and New York, you know? Sure. You know, then I guess that matters, you know, yeah. sure. You know, but like if it's like a gallery in fucking like, you know, Los Angeles and, you know, I, they, I don't owe them shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking like, you know, and I've got nothing, I got nothing going on in my fucking, you know, and, and I'm busy then no, yeah. I won't do it. But like, you know, I, I think themes can be fun. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the best thing about these theme shows from, you know, what I can tell is that they attract people who otherwise have are not interested yeah. in art, you know, and it opens them up to discovering like, hey, there's something going on here, you yeah. know, um, and no, it turns it turns new people onto art because it has shit that they recognize in the paintings, right? Right. They're like, oh, there's a, whatever a Hello Kitty, a Woody Woodpecker, a Smurf, whatever it is, sure. is in the thing, so fucking, they get it. Yeah, right? fucking Simpson or whatever. Yeah, yeah. you know, and um, I think that like. You know, I, I like to think that, like, you know, especially in the early 2000s. There was a lot. I mean, still a lot, but, yeah. But, like, I, I, I think that, like, you know, like, galleries like Gallery 1988 were instrumental in introducing art to a whole new generation of people because, through these shows. You know, once they kind of get into it and they see it and they kind of realize that, like, hey, you know, it's not this crazy abstracted you know you know pretentious you know right. shit that's right. fucking like you know, i grew up you know looking at throughout the 80s and 90s you know they kind of like grow develop a you know l- realize that like hey there's something you know going yeah. on that i can relate to sure so you know? we do um some theme shows at the store right mm-hmm. it's small art at giant robot store and we do theme shows like what three times a year maybe or four right, times yeah. a year mm-hmm. we do that still or we just started doing that more in love in the last two years right and uh, that too just to introduce new people to art yeah check out like i put artists that i don't even i haven't put in here even right to put in shows over there yeah and uh just to get it going yeah. get people started you know because i feel like i do the shows here that often are solo shows and um you know, I don't do as many group shows as I used to. Like, there used to be way more, and I do a lot less now. Right. So the group shows can be at the other store. Right. And, uh, it's something, you know? And the shows there could be longer or a little more casual. Yeah. Well, so uh, we it, do that. And small uh, pieces. And, yeah, like, small, you know, yeah. and the gallery and the stores open seven days a week, right? Yeah, no, so more people see it. And the people, often I notice a lot of people who go to Giant Robot Store don't even know that this exists. And vice versa. <laughs> I'm serious. A lot of people don't know that there are two a lot of people who come here don't know that there's another store a lot of people who go to giant robot store don't know that there's this gallery are you serious yeah totally they, they, serious. the, 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 the number no. two means nothing to them they have no idea 
Seriously, they have no idea. It happens both ways. A little more the opposite way. The people who go to Giant Robot Store don't even come here, which is fine, but it also goes the other way. There's some who have no idea. They're like, there's a store? I'm like, yeah. And they don't know. It's right across the fucking street on the same fucking block. But I could say that about the other people that go to the Giant Robot Store who don't even know that this exists, and it's right there, and they don't know. So... Uh, having art shows there, it's helpful. So people get to know there's more. And there's two spots to look at art if you want to. And uh, we advertise each other in both stores. And that way, it's kind of fun. Right. And, you know, an opening night where there's two shows, it only helps, right? Yeah. So, like, I think the food show is going to have a plant show at the other store. Oh, cool. The same night. So there's going to be a lot of art on this. You know, a lot of people walking around, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be It's going to be better. a great night. Yeah. That's, you know, it's like. These walls are going to be filled, by but the on way. A, but on those kind of nights, it kind of makes it better when you have more going on. The artists that might not be in your food show will be there, and they can come here and check out what, you know, what's here and vice versa. Right. It's all good, man. Yeah. Everyone's, you know, we're all kind of learning. So that's yeah. cool. Oh, Albert Reyes has a question and a very valid one. He asks, because this is going backwards a little bit. What about Japanese girls? That's what he Albert asks. <laughs> so, Stav, he asks, do you like white girls? Albert asks, do you like Japanese girls? I like girls. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, I like Japanese girls, too. Yeah. yeah. Girls are girls. Sure. You know? All, are, all, are, um, all have been welcome. Yes. I'm not single now, so all are not welcome necessarily, but all have been welcome. Yeah, sure. And I have welcomed all of them. Yes. As many as I could. Yes, of course. Or something. Or, you know, yes. what, you know what I mean. Yes, I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah. Any, any, any depending, on the, depending on what was happening. Right. Right. Yep. Depend, it all depends on the situation, right? Depends on the situation. <laughs> yeah, I guess I won't say no more, I guess. But, yeah. Wait. I think, so one time there was an art show here with Albert Reyes long ago, and he came here with a bunch of Japanese girls. I remember that. There were Japanese girls, two or three, and they were like, we went to eat afterwards, like as a big group, to a Korean restaurant, and the Japanese girls were eating, they were doing something weird and eating some weird shit that like no one else was eating. And it was like they were giggling and laughing and eating something gnarly. Like, I forgot what it was. Albert, come on, man. It was like they were eating like, weird like bull testicles or something i don't know what it was but i remember it was like weird nobody wanted to eat it and the japanese girls were like oh they're just like giggling and just eating it and they were like really outgoing and not shy and it was kind of funny i was like oh this is weird like i thought i knew asian people you know but albert knows them so that was i mean this is a long time ago but it was weird wow yeah they're like giggling and like doing weird shit i was like oh albert where'd you find these live ones <laughs> you know it was weird anyway so i think Maybe it was the other way around. Albert, do you like Japanese girls? That's what the question. Oh. Yes. He, probably all were welcome to, I am assuming. Anyway. <laughs> um, like, you know, um, it's hard to, like, you know, discriminate on, like, yeah. you know, these things. So speaking of also group art shows that had a theme, I've invited Albert Reyes uh, into some themes here. Yes. And often he would send art that was not part of the theme at all. And right. I'd be like, what the fuck? You know, he 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 adhered to the theme this year, this yeah. time. Yeah, but I mean, in, but in the past, he's often sent stuff. Where I'm like, this does not. What does this got to do with anything? And I'm like, Albert, you, <laughs> you know, know, amazing, that, that, amazing. That, that has happened yeah. to me before too. I yeah. used to um, carry a show um, and uh, at Gallery 1988 called the Vivisect Playset. And oh, it, you you mean based on the toys? 
Or with the toys? Wasn't it a This toys? is before the toys. Oh, okay. Yeah. The so toy, the toys the, had the same name? The toys became, you know, like the, the key art, the, a bunch of the the, the, the key artists from oh, the became show. became toys. Gave, yeah, oh, turned, shit. turned into toy, oh, toy I see. Wow. And, um, That's kind of monumental in yeah. a way, right? Uh, yeah. It was a big deal. I sold those things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, we invited uh, an artist who is also known for doing anthropomorphized kind of characters. And um, he agreed to do the show. And the painting that he turned in was a recreation of the, you know, remember the Medusa from Clash of the Titans? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was that scene where, like, you know, she, it's like that close-up face that scene with the, the, the glowing, me, light, glowing the eyes. Thing. Yeah. And I was just kind of like, Jermaine Rogers, this looks nothing like your artwork. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, went out of his wheel well, probably, and maybe that's what Yeah, happened. but fucking all we wanted was, like, your fucking bears, your fucking, you know, weird beaver-looking characters, <laughs> your fucking, you know, like, fucking, like, we wanted Jermaine Rogers' work. We didn't want fucking a recreation of the fucking... Wow. The Medusa from Clash of Titan, the like, Titans. But maybe that moved him, that moment, right? I mean, it fucking moved me, me. It freaked me out, so I think it probably moved him, and he's like, I'm going to capture this. Dude, fucking... And he did it. Dude, okay, the Medusa <laughs> from Clash of the Titans was fucking amazing. I'd never seen a Medusa scary look like that. Yeah. Like with the snake fucking body sure. and the fucking yeah. snake hair. Sure was scary. Scaly yep. tits and fucking like that fucking bow and arrow and yeah. fucking, you know. And then fucking remember like the Gorgon fucking thing, you know, like, you know, I think that's what, I don't remember what it was called. I remember. Yeah, like the fucking, I kind of barely remember. I mean, this is... Man, I saw that though. That movie was amazing, dude. Fucking, it was Clash a fucking of the Titans. Clash of the Titans, Scary. the first one, not this fucking remake that they fucking did. That was yeah. bullshit. Yeah, but fucking the original Clash of the Titans, the Pegasus, fucking. So Jermaine Rogers gave you art that didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had to fucking like keep it in the back. I was like, nope, yeah. nope. So I'm not fucking um, hanging so that Albert shit. Reyes to interject said my brother was dating a Japanese girl, but there were like friends too. It wasn't just one one. So you like Japanese girls anyway. Um, <laughs> so, did did um, so the question Stavi asked was, did he say it was the Medusa, or did you recognize that that's what he was doing? Did you know? No, I didn't know that that he was doing that. Oh, okay. But like, when it showed up, did you know what it was? Yes. Okay. It was like literally like from the fucking you know movie, right? You know, and was, that it, was, was it was it really well done though? Like, did it look like what it was? I mean, like, I knew what it was. I looked yeah. at it, and I'm like, that's the fucking Medusa from Clash of the Fucking Titans. <laughs> fucking give me the fucking stone stare, uh, you know? And, um, oh, you man. know, I, like, you know, I mean, it, it was okay. It wasn't, like, super well rendered or anything like that, right. you know? It wasn't, like, a Travis Louie drawing? That's no, just like, no, no, no. If it is. was, then fucking I would have okay. fucking hung it. But okay. the thing is... Oh, then you didn't hang it? No. Oh, did he get mad at you? <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't know, and he probably doesn't give a shit. Oh, where's the painting now? I'm sure it was returned to him. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, fucking, like, look, if you can't, like, you know. Damn. You know. You went hard on this dude. Dude, I'd fucking go hard on any fucking show I was curating, man. Awesome. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Like, fucking, like. Gangster. Just because you you fucking created it for the show doesn't mean it deserves to be in the show. Wow. (laughs) Okay. You know? That's hard to do, man. Sometimes I, that happens. I do a group exhibition. Sometimes something comes in where I'm like, whoa, you know, like this is, it's hard to, sometimes it's hard to hang it. I hang it, but I'm like, oh man, this one piece kind of like. Yeah, you fucking put it in the back, man. But I hate to say it, it's like, a, how do you say it? It's like a, 
you, you're as strong as your weakest piece type of thing. Right. Sometimes that one piece makes the whole show like feel wrong to me. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Unfortunately, it does that, and I'm like, man, it, it's heartbreaking when that happens because yeah. I don't want that to happen, but sometimes it happens. Where yeah. I'm like, oh. Sometimes yeah. you gotta fucking hang things in the back. Yeah. You know, like, and just in case, like, you know, I mean, like, the thing is, is that, like, you know, that, the, that piece, you know, you never know, like, what's going to fucking connect with people. Sure. It might have sold. It might have sold. You know, but the yeah. thing is, is that, like, if you keep it in the back and let people, like, fucking, like, if people who are genuinely curious and want to ask about stuff, you know, then, like, yeah, you know, like, hell, here, I could show you this piece. <laughs> you know? that, that, with that tone of voice, it's uh, <laughs> surely going to sell. Right? <laughs> um, so, uh, let's see, uh, Lulu Bell Toys. I mean, is this like Luke Rook or is this like Lulu Bell Toys from Arizona, like the shop? I forgot. I, oh my gosh, I'm blanking out on her name right now. I'm sorry too. I feel oh horrible. Uh, but she, she or he asks, which shows slash art sells better, themed or licensed shows, or original content? So for me here, I'm going to say original content. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, solo shows by the artist will sell better than a theme show for the most part. I Except for yours. Ding! <laughs> the show, except for that mm-hmm. but uh no but in general i mean because i don't do so many for me what sells better for me here is going to be the original art it'll always beat the mm. theme shows but you know i don't do too many like right. rare as a matter of fact so but maybe in your experience you might know what art of yours has sold better theme show art or solo show art uh, i i like to think that my solo show work sells is um themselves but you know i've i've sold plenty of themed kind of stuff as well you know so um you know the thing uh, there's another thing that like uh, about like doing themed work you know for themed work for me and that is that like how can i make this painting this take this like you know this theme and make it about me you know because you know my work has always been kind of autobiographical maybe not like well, no. back to like your one definition of art or an artist is the work they create is about them, right? I mean, or about the world that they're trying to. Sure. Yeah, yeah. About them, still, sure. right? Sure. In some in some way, but uh, yeah, yours especially. So I think that makes sense to me. Right. Yeah. You know. So I mean, whether it's you know whatever a themed version of it, it's always. Luke, Luke Chu. It's ex- yeah, very you. Except for the the Hello Kitty painting that I did fucking for um, this past thing, which is the reason why the title of the painting is called. This isn't me. I'm no, just kidding. It's called Hello Kitty painting. Oh, okay. It <laughs> 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 sounds very generic. Yeah. Wow. You know. Yeah. Um, so the question was by Luke Rook from Tokyo. He's listening. Luke. How are you doing? Isn't that amazing? Oh, um, the internet I'm, is great. The internet is great, and Luke Rook, to me, is amazing. I miss you, Luke. Fucking, I miss him, too. I hope you come out to San Diego this year. He, yeah, he's rad. I, yeah. I interviewed him. I mean, gosh, post-Giant Robot. I uh, just interviewed him like for a website mm-hmm. type of thing because I was trying to still do content. And uh, yeah. what an interesting, man. Yeah. It's just, his viewpoint is uh, interesting on toys and yeah. How he goes at it, and it's super indie, and yeah. often uses scrap to actually make the toys, and yeah. and gets other people's molds, and then creates his own toys from other people's molds that are like ancient molds, right? And just uh, just rad, he, uh, he rad, actually, rad concept of what art uh, art or I mean, I'm sorry, toys are, mm-hmm. but it's kind of artistic because he's doing it. it. It's very him, and a lot of the pieces yeah. are like one of a kinds because, like you know, if you, yeah. especially when you're like, you know, like well, I don't know, like 
the way he paints the stuff and like the way he combines parts. That's what I'm saying. That yeah. stuff is like really unique. I don't know if other people are doing that, but that's something that I don't know. That viewpoint of that is it's just interesting. Because yeah. I, I always feel like, wow, it's like there's a very uh <laughs> I don't want to say ecological, but just the idea of using like stuff that no one wants and creating something new out of it's always interesting. Yeah. And yeah. uh just very cool. And it's all Sofubi in the end, right? Yeah. It's yeah. actually using and, was, and it's like legit, I like Safubi. I don't know. There's a lot to say because, like, when I there's like a I think Dehara told me it was really interesting. Dehara told me that he felt that Luke Rook had a Japanese spirit in him, mm. and I was like, oh, I don't know what that exactly means, but I just took it for face value. I'm like, wow, that that's a gnarly thing to say. But he said that he's very Japanese. But and mm. this was like years ago when he said that. Like maybe Luke's lived there a year or two, and Dehara would say, no, he's very Japanese, and I'm like, whoa, weird. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. He taught me, you know, like, you know, I, how I, to fake it in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he fakes it so well that Dehara believed it, but... Uh, no, I, no, I mean, like, it's like you know, he had, how to fake it in, like, business meetings and stuff like that. You know, like, oh, oh, no, so, 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 so. Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those things that he's kind of a pioneer. Like, he moved there a long, a while ago. Yeah. Uh, and way before this current wave of Sofubi craziness is happening, right? Yeah. I mean, there was a past one. There's the current one. He was he was in between those two and uh, mm-hmm. found a way. It's, well, who knows the past one? I'm thinking about the one that was maybe a decade ago, you know? You know, okay. The, like the whole real head and was big. Not punk drunkards. They weren't even here yet. No, yeah, no, no. But real head and Gargamel were like here, just here and starting to push. And I think he was in between those two. He had moved to Japan. You know, it's, it's but, funny. Is but that I'm going like to guess about 10 years ago or more. Might have been more over 10 years ago. Maybe more, yeah, yeah. for Gargamel. Because I actually interviewed Gargamel for Giant Robots. So I'm going to guess about 10, oh. 11 years ago. Wow, that was a while ago. They were new at San Diego Comic-Con one year. And then, you know, yeah. now they're not there. So you know, I did a, a legit Safubi, like, back in... Oh, it was with um that other company, Forgot. Yeah, in the yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And... um. We sold some of those. And that was like way before. I feel like that was so before like the, the, the Japanese vinyl fucking craze hit in North America. It might have like. No, it was during because um, Ugly Dolls were doing, the, you know, making yeah, their but Mothman they, and all that shit. Yeah, but, same, it was also within the yellow. But the thing is, is that like that none of that was like, none of that like was as hype as it is now. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. But I mean, but it was enough where uh, maybe with Ugly Dolls. And I actually, you know, I'll say this of the two fuck. Uh, I think of the artists who were in that fucking that the the adult kaiju for grownups like lineup. Yeah, Ugly Dolls were kind of one of my favorites. I, mine were the app, my absolute favorites because I I tried to adhere to Japanese. Like I I was you looking, made a robot. Yeah, I was you looking made, at you made fuck, bear robot. I was I was yeah. looking at and I, I was based on the nineteen seventy three. Mechagodzilla. Oh, I see. Because you had the bumps and everything. And the bolts and yeah, the, the fucking, bolts. you know. That's what I mean. the, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, awesome. I didn't know that. That's cool. You know, um, and I, I was, because I was studying up like Super 7 magazines and like looking at like, like, so I did a Super Sentai character after that and like I had this big old wide crotch and skinny legs coming down because that's how oh, the fucking. Some of those were, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But the, the the ugly doll ones were one of some of my favorite because they were literally based on but when, American so monsters. At that time, when I we would have it at let's say San Diego Comic Con, and I would have um, that uh, an edition of that sixty. Uh, we would say we have sixty of them. We'd have sixty people in line to buy those. Like six, mm. Exactly sixty. Yeah, it's because fucking ugly doll people are crazy. I don't. You I ha- think, you fucking work with one. But I think they were Sofubi 
they were Sophobie people too. They weren't just ugly dollars, you know. But mm. I think Sophobie was a little bit popular then. Uh, at that point, it, I think that, I feel like that was already like that was getting popular. That it, was a high. That was a high time. Uh, but that fucking that that the, the craze that fucking built up oh, right that, after that. Yeah, well, yeah. Like I kind of feel like we were all just like a little bit behind, just ahead of our time. Maybe yeah. Well, there's a craze now that's like big, right? Or maybe the yeah, craze it's actually kind of it's even glo- it's gone global yeah, because yeah. those fucking you know Chinese collectors are fucking yeah. insane. There was no, I don't think the Chinese collectors were as much or if at all any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, Gargamel would come here and just were killing it. What, right? what is the deal with punk punk drunkers? I don't know much about them at all. That's like a you know they look like they've been around, but I swear they weren't around ten years ago. Did you do you <laughs> know where their design come from? I have no idea. They look so, punk rock, and there's a little bit of a fashion element. Luke Rook would be able to explain this really well. So you know, I I, uh, I took a look at their design and yeah. I figured it out and I why it's it, so it, familiar. It looks like okay, wait, I'm gonna guess. It looks like something in the '70s. It looks like like. What's that movie? Uh, House. Oh, House? House. Oh, okay. So I've seen that, but... Okay. But did they come before that, even? Uh, like, was it from something else from the 70s? Like, something else? Like, no, Clockwork Orange, maybe? Like, part Clockwork no, Orange? No. Well, apparently, yeah. um, the... I've here, seen that House thing. I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm about to pull it off. So house here, it. Yeah. Yeah, House. Sure. Here's that. And then, if you look at Punk Druckers... It's um, that face, I know. That face is fucking just a, a, almost like... a straight fucking you know could be like yeah. pull from that and i was just kind of like so maybe that's part of the appeal I'm apparently sure. the guy who he you know this guy apparently looks like you know i don't know like, there are people i don't actually know them at all yeah Zero. And, i know the gargamel folks though mm. yeah i still get a happy new year card i used to get a happy new year sofobie but i don't know if they still do that uh, i'm off i could be off the list oh. <laughs> but i was getting a happy new year sofa yeah year. i remember seeing those like uh, yeah. the story over yeah. here i would just yeah. display it all year like you know yeah that, those are really nice just the, one of those things that um but i went to you know i met them in japan i interviewed them and you know that they're th- gracious and great so well i mean that's the japanese way right yeah. but you know they're like i don't know they we all grew up a little bit so as you know they they got kids now it just it, it all kind of led to like just family and everyone getting older and having a family and all that stuff and providing by toys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Toys providing the way that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So that's kind of what it's all led to for them. But then there's this whole hype monsters out there, you know, like punk drunkers. And it seems like a total, like there's a fashion element to it too. Is there? Yeah. There's definitely fashion element to it. Like, like what? clothing, clothing. I think really? they might've been clothing first for as I know, huh. but uh, yeah, there is, there is some kind of clothing thing to it. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm, yeah. yeah, okay. I could see. I could see. Like, yeah. You know, maybe well, they had a, a, a guy came today with an embroidered punk drunkers T-shirt. Uh, he was wearing. So I, I, but I saw that. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, I, I knew that was something. So, um, and then real head guy is totally. You know, that's, I don't know. There's a whole like look and feel to it all. Right. Like there's like this. There's a. There's a. There's a fashion to those guys. Yeah. Whereas like Gargamel guys, I swear it's just flannel and jeans and slippers. <laughs> right. It's very. uh regular but those other guys have like they're wearing headbands and shit and leather and there's a there's like a fashion element hmm. yeah interesting yeah but i don't know man it's not quite my world so how, how do you feel about graphic tees i like them because i make them but I, as i get older i'm being like you and wearing plain clothes i mean i'm wearing a graphic tee now that i made but yeah uh, I, I actually like that tee i would wear that but I, i'm i'm but uh, i as i've 
I hate to say it, as I gotten older, I'm not going to wear as flamboyant as stuff as I would have wore yeah, 15 you, years ago. You know, I was, I was. The, here's the, here's one of the things that I uh, that run, I run into every time I go to fucking conventions, mm-hmm. and that is the fucking graphic tee fucking sellers at these fucking events. You right. know, where they will like like combine like Deadpool and the throne oh. from Game so of I, Thrones. I saw, I saw some of that stuff uh, with uh, Tino Evil brand. Right. Yeah, I saw that at Comic-Con because they don't have a booth, so I do it. But uh, I don't really wear that stuff. But, you know, I, I, there's I, a fan base for it. I so. guess, but, like, you know, every yeah. time I see that shit, I'm like, like, I feel like my own fucking paintings and my own fucking, like, T-shirt ideas, like, are, like... They feel so fucking close to that the, 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 these fucking awful fucking designs. <laughs> <laughs> awful fucking designs. But then you know, just because of the IP, it's not. It's they, they well. Get I mean, not they, even they get, not, like, not even the IP they stuff. Like they it. they will have like things like they have, like they'll have like these cute like kind of Japanese inspired like rabbit characters and stuff like that, and like sure. or they'll have a sloth like. You know, being like you know lazy or Sloth, stuff. reading a book. You know, right? and like know. and, and yeah. then some stupid comment about like you know being slow and fucking you know is cool or oh, whatever. Slow culture is cool, right? You know, and I'm just like I'm not talking about the gallery, fuck. but just yeah. Fuck, I don't want to fucking like. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be associated with this, and I I, I kind of <laughs> feel like you know like <laughs> I, I kind of need Whoa. to like like just start creating some more abstract kind of designs, and I gotta like a. A li- I, 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 I mapped out a bunch of fucking like you know, just more like less narrative, uh, character driven stuff, and more just kind of abstracty kind of you know designs. I, I personally like that. I just think still, the character stuff will sell. Yeah, I hate to say it, people like it. You know, and it might not be for me or you necessarily, but it might be for like all your you know a big chunk of your audience. Yeah, you know, I, I hate to say, it. I think that's true. So I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't stop. God <laughs> fucking damn it! Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't stop. So, like, you, you know, I mean, like, like, I, 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 I like say Georgico, whose work we are, yeah, surrounded by. Like, I, I love their paintings, but you don't want I would t-shirt? never fucking wear it on a t-shirt. Would you wear a painting on the T-shirt? Like if it was exactly no. the painting? No, right? Fuck no. Yeah, okay. That's a tough one. <laughs> you know, like that's the reason why like I've been trying to like distill my own work, you know, in a way that like can make it like, you know, is like simple fucking T-shirt graphic. You so know? what about, so do you think messing the T, so we are actually crossing it into our two. Right. Um, we went a little past it, but uh, the, um, do you think Uniqlo has messed this up a little bit? No, it's not. It's not Uniqlo. Like I, the Uniqlo stuff is cool. Like I, like they, they. But there's a lot of stuff I don't want on there. Like they make minions T-shirts. They make like t- you know. Yeah, that's for the fucking minions people. Yeah, you know but, what I mean? But, but you like know, but you know, but the, 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 the shirts that are trying to like identify but, with some weird counterculture element that like you know like being lazy or just drinking coffee or whatever yeah. you know and yeah. I'm just like. But don't, don't you think that? You know, like, but don't well, you think I'm, that Uniqlo made the graphic T-shirt so cheap and so readily available? That now you're kind of sick of graphic tees because I kind of feel like maybe that's it. No, it's like, doing something to no, me. No, the Uni- Uniqlo. I still fucking like because I, I don't buy any Uniqlo stuff anymore because I see people wearing. I'm like, that's a Uniqlo shirt. Oh yeah, well I mean like yeah, you see so the I Uniqlo cause one, cause one, and you're like, whatever. I roll. but I see the other ones too, and I'm like, ah, uh, I see that one. I'm like, I saw that one the other day, 
And I'm like, man, not into it. I, I did buy some Gundam ones. I'm sure you did. <laughs> but I'm saying is, yeah, I, when I see it, though, I know it's Uniqlo, and I'm like, oh, it's Uniqlo. Okay, well, first of all, and, Uniqlo makes my favorite fucking T-shirt, blank T-shirts. Uh-huh. I love their T-shirts. Okay. Like, I have, like, five of, five, like, just black T-shirts. Wow. And, like, you know, and I will cycle through them, you know, cool. because, like, they, they feel, like, they're in cotton nylon fucking blend fucking, it just feels decadent. Yeah. You know, on me. It's no, just, they, it's, they, they have nice stuff, but I'm just no, sort of like, like, yeah, okay. I'm but, trying to, you know, like, I'm, maybe I want to buy shirts from, like, artists and stuff that I know. Like, you know, I'm trying to do the Yosuke, man. I'm trying to, like, get into, like, uh, you know, trying to support artists and stuff. And I feel like Uniqlo, it's like I'm supporting the man, just disguised with all this cool stuff. You yeah, well, saying? you know, if, if the fucking T-shirt speaks to me, then I'll fucking wear it. But, yeah. like, you know, like, fucking, actually, you know, um... Uh, Miyuko um, had an old fucking Gundam brand fucking T-shirt. It was from the the anime Zeta Gundam, where it was the Hyakushiki. Yeah, I don't know what this is, but okay. You know, and it was this <laughs> it was it was this weird fucking scrawled drawing of that mecha, like uh-huh. that was like was kind that, of abstracted. Was a little it a bit. Uniqlo one? It was a Uniqlo one. Oh, cool. And it, had, and it had, like, the number, like, you know, it had the Hyaku, the, the character for 100, 100 in, yeah, on the back of it. Sure. And, you know, and I was just like, that is a fucking cool shirt. Awesome. You know, um, because, like, it, it doesn't, like, say Gundam going yeah. across the yeah. fucking, you know, or anything like that. It was just, like, you know, it was just a really nice design. So, like, if the design and the fucking I, and, and the license are things that I have a, an emotional connection to, then like yeah I'll fucking go for it, right? I'll go yeah, for it. I understand. Yeah. I mean but, I would too. But, but the yeah. thing is, is like do it, what? But I mean like you see what I wear these days. Like how often am I wearing like graphic tees? Not too much. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of over it. Yeah, you know I, I am too a little bit. So that's what I'm saying. I think it's the seeing so much stuff everywhere, including Uniqlo to me. Yeah. That I'm just like oh you know like I am getting tired of it. So I don't buy too many new t-shirts i'm wearing most of the ones i have are the mm-hmm. ones i already have right and i'm just wearing them over and over and over yeah i have literally i think i have like 400 t-shirts jesus yeah something like that maybe more right yeah. i got rid of some but i literally might have 400 i might have more i might have like 800 i'm not I, sure i haven't even counted i have a shitload so i but i only wear well you, you fucking sell them and you make them yeah, but i only wear one drawer of t-shirts like you know one drawer and that's the only ones i wear yeah. <laughs> like I have no I literally have um I have I have shitload of t-shirts like yeah. like in my closet stacks of shirts everywhere yeah. I only wear one drawer I have only. two yeah. drawers I of blank shirts and those are my go-to <laughs> shirts anyway, yeah. you know and I have one drawer of shirts that I've like where I've gone through and like turned like literally I have a I in my hallway I have a uh uh, uh like a cabinet and inside that cabinet is an it's filled with yeah. bolded fucking graphic tees that I've turned into either like fucking paint work painting shirts, wow. you know, or yeah. like, you know, because you can never have too many shirts that you're going to fucking like mess up. I have my old concert shirts. I mean, I have shirts and I like graphic tees, but and I still make them. But uh, yeah, just I don't know. I think I'm turned off just when a little bit. When did you stop buying concert t- shirts? Oh, it did, you know what? I would still buy a concert shirt if I went to a concert, but I don't go. You, just, you don't you have no interest in going to the live shows anymore? I don't go. You know, I haven't seen like good fucking concert T-shirts in a long time. Like, so I, but the bootleg ones usually are more interesting. Right? Yeah, the parking lot. If you go to a big show, yeah, some of the some that, of them. If so, they do a good one, yeah, yeah, like they're weird, right? Sometimes yeah. odd. But I was kind of like, so I went to, I did see the Lincoln Park, whatever it was, the 
goodbye, Ch- like Chester Rest in Peace kind of a show at the Hollywood right. Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for, um, because I'm friends with Johan in Lincoln Park, I was looking for a Lincoln Park shirt where Johan was in the center. <laughs> I was hoping to find a bootleg shirt that where it's like the band and then there's Johan right in the middle, like front man, Does right? That, did it, I, is there even photographs of that? I don't know. And I was hoping if there's that, I'm going to buy it. Because like, you know, like, he's usually not in the middle front. No. And I was thinking that would be the funniest, like, you know, like, uh, he, people, play, he plays keys or is he like DJ? DJ. Sometimes yeah, he plays some keyboard DJ, stuff. DJ guys in the back, man. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I was just <laughs> thinking, what if the maker of the shirt didn't know, right? And it was just like, oh, yeah, the Asian guy's got to be in the middle, <laughs> you know? And then uh, I was thinking that would be the best bootleg shirt on the planet, mm. like like for that, for, for Lincoln Park. Right, you know? right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, they, and I know Jawbreaker, when they played and did their reunion shows, their the concert tees that were bootleg were really cool because they're like baseball sleeve ones and stuff right and i know the guys in the band actually gave got people to go buy them some because they were just like oh shit these are great so they actually yeah they, they couldn't do it themselves because right. it's kind of a bad look but they had people buy it for them so yeah yeah, yeah. But, I, you know so I, I, I would buy that but i mean i don't really well here's the other thing is like do you like yeah. want like i'm i i do not like gigantic full color prints on <laughs> the fucking chest like it. <laughs> It, like it's know, not for me either yeah. these days. I mean, I have that yeah. one carpenter brute shirt, which is like all just magenta and cyan with a yeah. hint of yellow. And I, I think it's funny, which is the reason why I fucking wear it. But like, I kind of want a my bloody Valentine shirt, I, the loveless, the kind of oh. pink one or whatever. Right. I would want it on black with a big pink logo. I'm fine with that. Yeah. And it's just the album cover. Yeah, but that you that know? album cover is very monochrome. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, but it's kind of pink and red and shit. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it look, but it uh, look, would look great on black. So I want that, uh, and I I think I could just buy one off of eBay or like a bootleggy one. Yeah, you know uh, that's well, fine. I would you, well, that. that's another thing is that's probably killing the fucking graphic tee thing is all those fucking print on demand t shirt places. Yeah. Like I've ordered shirts from them oh, wow. before just to try them out, and they're nice. They're wow. I think they do like some kind of like you know digital printing. Yeah, you know. But I ha- yeah, so I haven't. I mean, I haven't done that. But you know, there's certain bands that I would want a shirt from. Mm-hmm. I want one from Wander. My that my in- the oh. instrumental. <laughs> I want one of those. I wonder if they're th- touring. They went on a short little tour, and I was I followed that shit every day. Really? Because they were live streaming like one song or two on Instagrams. Oh. And uh, I, I joined it and I was like one of eight people watching them play live. Oh, where are they, where, where are they out of? They're from San Francisco or Oakland or something like that. But they, they didn't come down to L.A.? They already went down to L.A. before I even discovered them. Like, oh. I didn't know. So, but they went up. Uh, Late more, to the party. Oh, missed the party. <laughs> and they're still playing tiny shows where I swear there must be like 30 people there. Maybe 40. I don't know. Like small. But yeah. then... Uh, I would maybe see them and be the oldest guy in the room and suffer that. Well, I'll, I'll join you. I'll I'll, I, was, I, was, I am younger than you, but, you I know. used to be that guy who would go to shows when I was in 20s going, oh, my God, who the fuck is that old guy? Like, who the <laughs> fuck let him in, you know? I was, I was that guy, so now I don't want to be that guy. Like, you know who what? the fuck let that motherfucker in? You know, like, well, you know, who's that guy? Is he, like, my someone's dad? You, you know, know what the, the like, thing is, is that, like, fucking... Man, I, the shows I go to now are filled with old fuckers like me. So I don't go, so I don't know. That's cool. <laughs> so Mon- Mono, for example, is, yeah, that's got to be older. Yeah. Yeah. That's a sophisticated sound that no 18-year-old can appreciate. No, definitely not. Yeah, so there you go. You know, well, I mean, like, listen to the crap that fucking 18-year-olds are listening to now. It's Billie Eilish. Yeah. I, 
I uh, there's like one or two songs <laughs> where I heard that I kind of like, and that's uh, about it. I don't know. I only heard one song, so I don't know. Yeah, and yeah. like you know, I I mean, you know, Billy, I like well, it just all that like you know, there's so much mu- that all that so like uh, the TikTok <laughs> fucking social media fucking music is just so like I, I don't know, I don't even know what that is, but I TikTok I know what it app. is. Yeah. I know what it is, but I'm not list- I haven't downloaded it. You know, I, I well, I was listening to a fucking article on NPR today talking about it, which is the reason why it's and that's so also, fresh in my mind. Well, Otherwise, I'd never say it. And you're all that makes you older, even older. You oh, listen yeah. to NPR and hearing about oh, TikTok. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, so I listened to I listened to NPR. Where, where the fuck do you think I heard about Billie Eilish? <laughs> yeah, on fucking NPR. Oh, I heard of it only because Murakami was doing the artwork yeah. for the video. Well, when I fucking heard that, I was like, "Fuck Murakami, <laughs> fucking sell out piece of shit." <laughs> wow. um, and then what was I thinking? The, um, and then I heard about SoundCloud rappers via NPR. I hate to say, yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's how I'm hearing about this." NPR. Yep. yep. Oh, yep, yeah. fucking. That means you're three years too late to the fucking club. At least, maybe more. <laughs> you know. But then again, you know, I don't know. I don't think NPR is that. Like, do you ever listen to the fucking Segway music in NPR? Like, I fucking love some of that Segway music. Segway meaning the like just instrumental parts between a yeah. Music. You know, sometimes that's shoegaze music. Often. Yeah, I fucking yeah. I got, I usually run have Shazam Shazam going oh. when when I'm fucking like you know really wow. So one of them that they play was a song by Seam. Mm. Uh, you know, Asian American band, basically mm. from Chicago. That's like from the nineties, maybe. Mm. And, uh, there's one that they often use and it's one of their songs. And it's like this, just it's, I've heard it on NPR a ton of times mm. and I, I hear it. I'm like, Oh shit, this is amazing. And I know it's same. And then, you know, you don't hear the vocals. It just, one part of it mm. like a loop almost it's so nice oh but yeah no they, no they they, yeah. they know what they're doing yeah, yeah. it's a music station well you Fuck. know though, though that's the thing is that like God. fucking there's this one fucking show that comes out of this based out of los angeles it's the fucking economics one and like their fucking you know segue music is wait economics one what do you mean like it's a fucking show about money yeah about business and money what, on what channel and kpcc oh okay i don't know what that is kpcc i mean i know kpcc is I've been on there before, but I don't know what the show on money is. Oh uh, yeah, it's, a, it's some it's one business some business related show that they pull, that comes on like twice a day. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh. And actually, they also have a morning version of the so, show uh, with a different host. Depends what it is. I secretly like listening to these kind of shows, so I yeah. listen to these business shows sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah. Sounds super. You know, it's the one that has like you know like when like they talk about like you know the exchange and like they'll have different kinds of music. They'll have like a sad trombone song, you know, <laughs> or a fucking like the like you know we're in the money, you know, song, right, you know, right, playing right, right, like right, depending right. on like wow. how well the market's doing. Wow. Awesome. You know, it's, it's a pretty fun show, oh. and they they do they talk about these things in a very entertaining way, so I can find it relatable. Okay. You know, and um, I listen to some. Um, or I watch some, you know, like clips of podcasts. I watch that Dave Ramsey guy, who I don't like so much, but it, it, the stories are funny. I'm going to fucking look up that fucking business relationship. Okay. But Dave Ramsey, like, gets callers in, and then they say stuff like, well, I'm, I'm getting a divorce, and I only have $2,000, and, you know, they start giving a scenario, and he tries to help them. Like, here's what you need to do. Uh-huh. And he gives them advice, and it's the same story over and over. Is it a talk? Is it? Uh... Yeah, it's like he's 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 doing a podcast basically, but he's taking live calls supposedly. And uh, so I'm watching the clips of certain callers, and they'll say, "I'm four hundred thousand dollars in debt. I make thirty thousand dollars a year." You know, and he'll like try to help them. Right. Uh, the show is Marketplace. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I know what that is. Yeah. But isn't that on NPR too? 
Um, well, you know, there's like, you know, I mean, there's a show called Marketplace on NPR. I'm pretty well, sure NPR station. It, it might be that same. Well, one. KPCC is an NPR station is affiliate, right? Affiliate, but it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean it plays exclusively NPR stuff. They also yeah. play American media. Stuff, I see. You know, I see. So, yeah. you know, no, I know what you're saying. I know yeah. what Marketplace is. Well, even like fucking that, you know, Live from here, the show that replaced, you know, Prairie Home Companion. Like you know, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but okay. You don't know what Prairie Home Companion is? Prairie Home Prairie Home Companion. No, I don't know. It's um, it, it features like it. It was a show that like was I think it was like it's pro- it was probably on for like thirty fucking years. Oh, I don't know. And uh, it was like this a comedy live show where they played folk music and they had folk bands play and fucking they is would this, do is, do they would do skits and stuff. This like This sounds that. almost like the, one of those was it movies by the. You know, with <laughs> just sounds like some kind of old movie or something. Yeah, it, it was very old timey okay, shit. Gotcha. You know, I never, I never listened to Prairie Dog Home, Prairie, Prairie Home Companion. Fucking, it, you, you would probably know. Um, I don't know if I ever heard it, but okay. Well, the um the host, the old host was fucking. Oh my god, um, what's his name? Garrison, uh, Garrison Keeler. Anyways, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it, it's like it's some serious fucking NPR shit. Okay, but like you know they they but the host got fucking like you know got me tooed. Oh you know, wow! You know Again. nobody knows whether or not. I mean, I don't think there was any like like you know yeah like hardcore like me tooishness, but like. He 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 was been on for forever, and I think you know he wow. like kind of stepped down, and they brought in a new guy, and like that shows just kind of like straight Gen X fucking live show now with wow. a lot of folky shit, you know, and I'm just like wow, I guess I'm that's that's where I am now. <laughs> you listen to that? I don't even know what uh, it is. I, I put it on like you know when I'm like you know like I just have my fucking radio set to KPCC, so right. when I'm driving, I fucking like well multitask by trying to find out like what's been going on in the world and That's get cool. to where I need to go. Right on. But you're about to do that soon because we're at two twenty. Damn. It's time to say goodbye. Long show. Time to say goodbye, everybody. Yes. Uh, oh. any any last last thoughts? We well, we did cover uh our top fives and uh theme art shows and then well, I don't even theme know what art now. shows, NPR, fucking yeah. vi- uh, Japanese vinyl, um, <laughs> uh, talking to Luke Rook. You know, know. you got to be on this podcast, Luke, someday. Yeah, Luke, we need yeah. you on this podcast. Yeah. You'd be a really interesting, you know, person to talk to about yeah. this shit. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good show. It awesome. was fun. Awesome. It's always kind of wacky when you and I are on. Yeah, you know, but like, oh yeah, we talked about Anime Expo <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Okay. You know, we should we, we should block out that uh, a little yeah, bit. Maybe so. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Yeah, we'll um well hopefully we'll have something next Wednesday. Dude, get on our social media, people. Get, yeah. you know, get on our Instagrams. Yeah. Robot and the Bear podcast. Um yep. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, um, yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye. Good night, guys. <laughs>